93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Tuesday, February 9th. Kathy's out. I'll handle the news duties. We've got a couple of fire reportings. We'll go with this one. An unoccupied warehouse burned for hours in Atlantic County, New Jersey, before partially collapsing and causing a nearby senior high-rise to evacuate. Firefighters were called to the 100 block of uh, Main Street in Pleasantville around midnight on Tuesday. Multiple fire crews from across the area responded to the scene. Uh, The fire reached four alarms. The warehouse partially collapsed, causing power to be cut at a nearby apartment building. Residents of the apartment building were evacuated. The warehouse, which contains tires, is Mm. located behind retail stores on Main Street and next to the Pleasantville Housing Authority Senior High Rise. Uh, the stores did not catch fire, but there was some smoke damage, and residents of the senior high-rise were evacuated due to the smoke in the building. They were allowed back in shortly after 2 a.m. Our entire fire is particularly oh, yeah. caustic-smelling. Putrid. Yeah. yeah. In a related New Jersey fire story, but this was a little while back, a four-alarm fire that ravaged a popular amusement park and nearby businesses in Ocean City, New Jersey has been deemed accidental. Uh, okay. The January 30th blaze engulfed the Playlands, Castaway Cove Arcade and Offices, a hamburger construction company restaurant in Dairy Queen, located on the boardwalk. Uh, on Monday, officials announced that the accidental fire was caused by an undetermined electrical source near the front of the building. Uh, Playland Castaway Cove says that it was storing some ride parts in the building for the winter. No one was inside when the fire started, and the city says that no one was hurt. Uh, the arcade and offices burned down, but mm. the rest of the park was untouched, so it'll reopen this summer. Good, be good. Too much as far as yeah. slowing things down at all. I They're going to get rid of that oily rag crane game. Uh, mm. Yeah, probably a good a idea. Yeah. No, I mean most of it, like all, is outside. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. there's there's the arcade and some kids stuff in the front, but once you get past that. All the rides and the real reason people are there are in the back. Still intact? Okay. Well, I don't know if they're still intact. But... All right. No, it seemed like the restaurants took uh, some damage, so it looks like it's going to be okay for the summer. Shouldn't slow them down at all. This is a terrifying story. I almost put this in the bizarre file in Florida. A hacker gained access to Oldsmar water treatment plant, bumping the sodium hydroxide in the water to a dangerous level. In a press conference, uh, Sheriff Bob Gulteri had said that his deputies, along with the FBI and U.S. Secret Service, are investigating the branch as it is unclear if it came from within the U.S. or from a foreign actor. The incident first occurred on February 5th at the city's water treatment plant uh, when around 8 a.m. an operator noticed someone had remotely entered the computer system that he was monitoring. Mm. It's a system responsible for controlling the chemicals and other operations of the water treatment plant. At first, the operator did not think much of the action due to the common use of the remote access software by supervisors to troubleshoot from different locations. That is until it happened again. And this time, the hacker did more than just remote in. According to the sheriff, the hacker spent up to five minutes in the system and adjusted the amount of sodium hydroxide in the water from 100 parts per million to 11,100 parts per million. He had said this is obviously a significant and potentially dangerous increase. Sodium hydroxide, also known as lye, yeah. is the main ingredient in liquid drain cleaner. It is, it is incredibly caustic. Uh, the operator immediately reduced levels back to the appropriate amount, and at no time was there a significant adverse effect 
on the water being treated. That's the big fear. People are outside sources gaining access to the water, to the electrical grid, to all of that stuff. And look at how this happened. Um, They said that there were safety measures in place where it wouldn't have been a real problem, but obviously this is uh, pretty... uh, Distressful. Yeah. Uh, so they are, you know, looking deeply Jesus. into this to find out how this whole thing took place. And then one more story: the woman who gained internet notoriety after she put gorilla glue on her hair uh, that she still can't get out is now considering suing, according to TMZ. Uh, the report says that Tessica Brown went to the hospital and spent 22 hours there, but they couldn't help her. They tried putting acetone on her head, but the glue just got gooey and then hardened again. While the acetone burned her scalp, Gorilla Glue had suggested she try rubbing alcohol, rubbing alcohol, but that didn't work either. TMZ said Brown has hired a lawyer and is considering suing Gorilla Glue's maker. The Glue's warning says not to put it on eyes, skin, or clothes. Yeah, but Brown apparently feels it should have specifically said hair. Knock wow. it off. Knock it off. Brown, who used the Gorilla Glue on her hair instead of hairspray, has also started a GoFundMe for medical bills. Yeah, I don't care. Come on! All right, let's do sports! The Sixers, who have won eight of their last ten games, are on the road tonight. They open up a four-game trip out west with a matchup in Sacramento against the Kings. The Sixers are 17-7 and in first place at the Eastern Conference, while the Kings are 12-11 and and ninth place in the West. Tip-off will be at 10. Yesterday, the NHL announced that the Flyers' home games on Thursday and Saturday against the Devils have been postponed because of the league's COVID protocols. Mm. The makeup dates are to be determined. New Jersey has 19 players on the NHL's COVID protocol list, and the Devils haven't played since January 31st and now aren't scheduled to play again until the 16th. Tonight, the Flyers are on the road, and they're against the Caps. Puck's going to drop at 6 and will be broadcast right here on WMMR. And wrapping up it's with some sad news, Pedro Gomez, an ESPN reporter since 2003 and one of the country's foremost baseball journalists, died unexpectedly at the age of 58. Gomez covered baseball for SportsCenter, Baseball Tonight, live events, and radio. During his 35-year career, he covered more than 25 World Series and more than 20 All-Star Games. He survived by his wife, Sandra. Sons Rio and Dante and daughter Sierra as well. And that is what I have this morning. Um, oh, wow. thank you. oh, they loved it, Preston. Wow. Thank you. Maybe uh, maybe we'll reconsider and I'll just start doing the news regularly. No, don't ever, ever make me do that. But what it does is it stacks another obligation on your morning. Yeah, and awesome. that's always great to have other things added. Well, to your workload. One thing I am obligated to do today is, uh, well, we here collectively of a show are obligated to give away a Preston Steve tattoo. Yeah, it yeah. It's Tattoo Day, and you can text the word tattoo to 39333, and we'll have a chance to win a $350 gift certificate from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. They're at 1729 South Street in Philly. So get on that now. We also have uh, some food coming by. We'll have your chance to win. Some goodies from Ruby Tuesday. I love Ruby Tuesday. I do, too. And they are promoting the movie uh, Barb and Star Go to Visit Del Mar. Vista. Uh, what's that? Vista Del Mar. What did I say? Oh. Visit, but I just oh, wanted to, to make sure. Go to Visit Del Mar. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, Del Mar's an old friend of theirs from right, high yeah. school. So. Del! <laughs> I didn't know you ladies were coming. Uh, they go to Vista, Del Mar. Yeah. So uh, we will be giving, I, I do. I believe we have some giveaways, right? Yeah, we have $50 gift cards. Woo! Pretty sweet deal. So uh, all these things and more are taking place on the program. We'll take a break, come back in a second. The entertainment report awaits. Stay with us because we ain't going to be going long. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. In ShopPlay Win Monopoly at Acme, every ticket wins an offer, a prize, or tokens for sweepstakes. It's easy to play. There's no game board. Just scan your tickets from checkout in the Shop Play Win app and see what you won. With over 230 million in prizes and money-saving offers, you could be a winner. No purchase necessary. See rules at ShopPlayWin.com. Hasbro is not a sponsor of this promotion. Acme, official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question this morning. Prize is a code for the free rental of a new comedy called Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. And the question that I have for you this morning is a movie-related question. Uh, in Forrest Gump, what's Bubba's real name? Now, I don't hmm. mean the actor. Right. I mean, we, we learned that his real name isn't Bubba, the character. What is his full name? There's three words in his name. It's first, middle, and last name. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what Bubba's full name is from Forrest Gump. 215-263-WMMR. Tuesday, February 9th. Got a whole stack of birthdays to run by while we're waiting for the answer to that trivia question. Joe Pesci's birthday is today. And Joe turns 78 years old today. I was uh, looking at a still from one of the productions. Maybe it was Goodfellas. We know he's small. Yeah, but when you see him, not <laughs> yeah. framed to create an ominous vibe, he's incredibly small. Yeah, he's really tiny. You know, obviously they, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of the actors uh, are small and yeah. they're smaller than they appear. Sure. Uh, there was a movie that he was in, Steve, that where you can see kind of how tiny is. They played up his his small. What was it with honors uh, with oh, Brendan Fraser? Yes. Brendan Fraser's kind of a right. tall guy. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. And you can see how tiny he was in that, but. Um, yeah, and you know what? I was surprised to find out. I didn't know about until uh, Jersey Boys about how influential influential he was in getting that in getting uh, the um, uh, oh my god, no. the musical Broadway show the movie, the group, the, the group, the four, four seasons, seasons together. I couldn't that I did four know. Seasons. Yeah. yeah, so he he was. They wouldn't have happened if it weren't for him. Uh, he's seventy eight today. Mia Farrow. Is 76 today. Long history in entertainment. She goes back all the way to a, an incredibly popular late uh, or nighttime soap opera, Peyton Place. Yeah. And then moved on to Rosemary's uh, Baby. Married Frank Sinatra. Yeah. and Believe it or not. Yeah. And, uh, of course, with Woody Allen for a while. Yeah. So she's 76 today. Uh, the great Carol King. Songwriter of a gazillion tunes. Did you watch the uh, the, the musical? The musical? Yeah, I did yeah. not. But yeah. I, you know it. I assume it was great. Yeah. There's so many great songs. That's what I've heard. I've heard yeah. it's great. Uh, so if I, you know, I feel the earth move and yeah. so far away and just song after song after song. She's one of those people that can just crank it out. She's 79 today. She wrote an, a song with uh, Mariah Carey. What's off? <laughs> called If It's Over. Okay. This next song I wrote with one of my idols. Carol King. Okay. And it's called If It's Over. Uh, well, you remembered everything about that song. I lip-synced it. Uh, I mean, every single trill, all of it. Uh, right. I know that I, <laughs> I knew that Unplugged album from beginning to end. 
like every single sound. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of that. No, you should be. <laughs> I am completely embarrassed. Uh, Alice Walker, uh, who is an author, she wrote The Color Purple. Yeah. Uh, 77 I love the movie. Thing. Never read the book. Yeah, I didn't read the book either. I, I believe it's a series of letters. Yeah. Because uh, in the movie she says, dear God, she's writing letters to right. God. And I think that's the way that the uh, the, the book, I, from what I understand, is, is portrayed. But she's 77 today. Uh, David Gallagher, you guys said you watched Seventh Heaven. I don't know who he is from the show. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he's the, 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 the son, the older son. Okay. He's 36. So if that gives probably you the younger no, side. Yeah, he was the, the youngest <laughs> the kid. Little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one yeah, with yeah. the eyebrows. All right. I never watched one second of Seventh Heaven by the Oh. Way. It was um it was uh they were wait, no Noah's Ark was the one where they were all foster kids. Seventh Heaven was he was a pastor. Yeah. Dad's right. a pastor. Yes. They had a group Stephen of kids. Stephen Collins, yeah. yeah. Yep. And and uh and uh Jessica Just, Beale was yeah. the was Correct. the Correct. Yeah. She was the big uh star that came yeah. out and of that. She did like the Maxim cover. In the middle of the show, which got real super Very, controversial. Yeah, yeah, it was really controversial. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Julie Warner. Uh, always liked her. Uh, Tommy Boy. Yes. And Doc Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, what the hell happened to her? I don't know. I'm not sure what she's been up to. but Man, uh, She was the prettiest girl in Sandusky, Ohio. That's right. <laughs> Jet, Ed, you were there. <laughs> I love the scene where she's in, she's in the office and Rob Lowe. And the shirt. Yeah. yeah. The pneumatic tube. <laughs> sucks his shirt off of him. It's great. Oh, she's on The Good Doctor. Oh, okay. Oh. That's the one with the kid. Yeah, who, who has uh, autism. Yeah, who's yeah, a doctor. You're right. Uh, I was not aware of that. Well, she's still working. She's uh, 56 today. Uh, Jim J. Bullock. Oh. Monroe. Yeah. Monroe. From Too Close for Comfort. And uh, Prince Valiant from Spaceballs. <laughs> I thought the dude was funny. Was. I, you know, I, I, I'm too close for comfort, which is an absolute guilty pleasure. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the way they played off each other, and the daughters were hot. Yep. Uh, he is 66 today. Uh, let's see. Who else we have here? Tom Hiddleston. Wow. Loki. That's right. I'm yeah. waiting for the uh, the preview on that show. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, very much so. Man, it's getting exciting. It is, with man. With those spinoff shows. And seeing the way they're pulling off WandaVision, and as we pointed out, there's no way. I mean, they're spending, like, movie dollars for this series. Did you watch the last episode? I'm up to speed on it. Oh, my God! Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my yeah. God. It, it, um... Not, don't worry, I'm not gonna. I'm not yeah. going to. Uh, I'm not gonna do a spoiler here or anything like that. But I literally went. Uh, me and my two sons are watching. We went. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, they just did that. Yeah. So I'm and you very know, because I when it, it was but, very excited. Uh, we won't spoil it, but Preston, when it happened, I, I I'm trying to explain to my wife, but uh, oh, they did that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like shut up. <laughs> Dude. Shut the front door. So I was explaining, it, Steve. I was explaining it to my girlfriend, yeah. and I'm like. I know you don't care, <laughs> but I care, right, right, and right. here's why this is so important. Yep. Yeah. All right, Tom Hiddleston, and it's a big birthday for him today. He is 40 years old. Also out of the MCU, Michael B. Jordan celebrates his birthday as well today. And you know, honestly, when you watch Black Panther, what makes that movie work is you can understand Killmonger's. Yeah. You can understand yep. how he got set off in that way. Yep. doesn't justify what he did, but Michael B. Jordan's performance gives that, you know, gravitas, gives and it merit. He's great in Creed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the film, <clears throat> I have forgotten the name of it, where he is a lawyer fighting the death penalty. Very Just least. mercy. Just Excellent. mercy. Oh, yeah. Great. Excellent in it. Yeah. And um, his Super Bowl commercial on Sunday was pretty funny. Yeah, Where he was in Alexa. Yep, he's uh, 34 today. And I saved the last birthday for last because it's a friend. Charlie Day has a birthday. Oh! 
Charlie Day celebrates his 45th birthday. At least uh, once a week, I'll watch some bloopers from It's Always Sunny. Uh, he's at the... He's at the forefront of most of the ones that I watch. <laughs> Not even knowing that today was his birthday, Casey. For last night, last night for some reason, I was reminiscing about the the opportunity we had to play around the golf with him, just the three of us. Yeah. Uh, at uh, Philmont Country Club, it was for the Cora Golf Outing. Right. We didn't know we were going to be playing with him. That was a nice little treat. It was so cool. And yeah. you said he was a good player. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 He's he's a he's a solid single digit handicap. He's good hockey player. He's yeah. he's Baseball. actually yeah plays piano. Uh, just a nice guy too, and hilarious. I mean, outside of the show, when we were doing the the auction, he was tearing the house down. Man, well, there's a series excellent. of outtakes where him and uh, he and Glenn are standing at the bar, and he goes, "Cause look over there." He goes, "You think a pirate lives in there?" And and, and, and Glenn goes, "You mean that door that says private?" <laughs> I always remember um, when we were upstairs at the Tower Theater before their live show, yes. like the whole gang was kind of hanging out, yeah. except Charlie. He was kind of like getting ready and prepped and preparing, and mm-hmm. you kind of thought it would be the opposite. Like he yeah. would be the like super chill guy. No, he's a, he's a perfection. He's a, yeah. he's a professional. He likes to, you know. Yeah, it's real deal. He's, 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 he wants to put on a good show. So I, I want to see when his movie should. Yeah, El Tonto was El supposed Tonto. to come out last year, right. and uh, he directed it, uh, but they delayed it until this year. Happy 45th to Charlie Day. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. In the movie Forrest Gump, what is Ben? Uh, what is uh, Bubba's full name? 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to Justin and see if he knows. Yo, Justin, good morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, Justin. Wow. All right, what was Bubba's full name, please, sir? Uh, Benjamin Buford Blue. That's right. So they call him Bubba, like one of the more redneck boys. Hang on, Justin. We are going to set you up with a code for a free rental of the new comedy barb and star. Go to Vista Del Mar, and it's from the gals who brought your bridesmaids. Co-stars and co-writers Kristen Wiig and Annie Mamolo. Lifelong friends barb and star embark on the adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small Midwestern town for the first time ever. Barb and star uh, debuts in your home on Friday, and that is from... Lionsgate. We all have to say about that. Have in conjunction <laughs> with that, uh, uh, our friends from uh, who came by Ruby Tuesday. Ruby Tuesday. Thank you very much. And we're going to do some giveaways. All right. Um, mm. Let's get into some of the entertainment stories. We'll go with this. Uh, David Fincher's Black and White Mank, which traces the story behind Citizen King, leads the 26th Critics' Choice Award <laughs> with uh, 12 nods. So that's it's been dominating the awards uh, nominations. I was on the phone with my dad yesterday, and he went into like a 12-minute tirade. He tried to, goddamn things on the lid. I'm trying to watch it, and I'm like... <laughs> what you know, Mank? Yeah, he okay. said he, he's you know because it's he loves Hollywood stories, but I, yeah. I I just happened to have this conversation, and he, I guess I said, Dad, do you have the H high dynamic range on, and I'm trying to tech support, and I'm like, well, maybe we'll just forget Mank. Don't uh, <laughs> right. don't worry about it. <laughs> is it just the way the movie is shot? Just the, it, okay. like for example, it's remember what happened white. with Gate Game of Thrones that episode that was tremendously underlit, and people were complaining about it. Yeah, I yeah. noticed actually, Casey, that the. Um, uh, the stand is kind of underlit. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird. It's the, it's the way they shoot it a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. Uh, Netflix. Uh, the Netflix film also led the Golden Globes with six noms, uh, but it also it only garnered one from the Screen Actors Guild Award mm. uh, nominations. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom scored eight mentions, while Universal Pictures' News of the World from director and co-writer Paul Greengrass 
nabbed seven. Netflix leads the streamers with four Best Picture nominations for to Five Bloods from Spike Lee, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, Mank, and Trial of the Chicago 7. So more of the award nominations are coming in. So let's say a movie is on Netflix and it's released like, um, pick any one of the movies that, that is premiered on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Usually what would happen is something got a theatrical release, it would then end up on HBO and some of the other movie services as well. Right. Does it, so yeah. that that doesn't happen, no, right? It'll just live there, yeah. I would assume, yeah. Uh, rumors have been swirling that Shailene Woodley is the fiance. Uh, the Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers referred to during a virtual appearance during the NFL Honors broadcast over the weekend. Sources tell people that they are very happy together. It's not surprising he proposed so fast when you know you know, the source said. Uh, so Rodgers had said... Uh, it's an honor to win this award for the third time. 2020 was definitely a crazy year filled with lots of change and growth. Some amazing, memorable moments, 180 straight days of having my nose hair scraped, playing for very little fans or no stands the entire season. Uh, he said before revealing the big news, I got engaged. But I guess nobody has officially come out. And no said, one has officially come out. But no. it's Sh- Shailene Woodley. He's been with Shailene Woodley. If you stop but and think is. about it. So he was with Olivia Wilde, who I see as... Uh, Olivia Munn. Oli- Olivia Munn. And right. Danica Patrick. And Danica Patrick. Patrick. Who, yeah. I think much different than a Shailene Woodley type, right? Who's very earthy and very trippy, sort of mm-hmm. hippie-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently she kind of um, gave up some of her, some acting opportunities. Is that to right? To move with him, yeah. Ah, so right. she's kind of changed her life for him, which is kind of what happens. Yeah, he has gone... I mean, she's she's a, a beautiful woman, but, you know, Danica Patrick and Olivia Munn are kind a of... A A little bit more... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, good on him if, and, and her if they are in love. She was last linked to rugby player Ben Valavola. I don't nice. know. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. I guess he was... Fairly high profile in the rugby world. So she watched, the athletes. Then I just watched uh, Snowden with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and she's yeah. she's the female lead in that. She's really good. That's and a good movie. It by is the a good way. movie. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I'd never seen it until this weekend, um, and uh, and and I I really appreciated her um, performance in it. Hmm. Uh, Priyanka Chopra is sharing a glimpse into the uglier side of Hollywood in her memoir called Unfinished. Uh, the 38 year old who was crowned Miss World in 2000 said that a director had told her to get a boob job and fix her proportions, advice that her manager at the time agreed with. I mean, this is Miss World we're talking about. Come on! Come on! Uh, He also told her, quote, to fix my jaw and add a little more cushioning to my butt if she wanted to be an actress. Uh, She said, I left the director of producer's office feeling stunned and small. When he Was he right that I couldn't be successful unless I had so many body parts fixed? I thought of how individuals in the media and others in the industry had referred to me as dusky and different looking, and I wondered if I was cut off for this business after all, she had said. Uh, she told Metro UK of the comments, I had never had the courage to stand up for myself and actually admit it because I heard so often, don't be a nuisance. You're new in the industry. You don't want to have a reputation that you cause trouble or you're not easy to work with. Now on the other side of 35... I know that's a normalized thing that girls hear so often. Uh, she said that she's heartened to see how women are going about changing Hollywood themselves. She said, I've mentioned a bunch of female producers in the book that I really admire who've taken charge of their own lives and said, all right, you're not going to make a part for me or the movie that I want to be in. I'm going to produce it myself. So her book, Unfinished, is out today, by the way. I think it's a power trip for a lot of these uh, producers and these agents. We were yeah. talking to Bernie Capel. And uh, I told you that story I read where Lauren Tweez, who was one of the cast members of The Love Boat, 
She goes to this agent. Her name is Cindy. Oh, yeah. The agent says, you've got to change your name to Lauren. Only later to find out that that's something that agent made all his female uh, clients. They were all named Lauren. Yeah. Just indiscriminately. He had a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is really weird. All right, this is weird, too. Brandy Glanville, I very rarely talk about uh, Real House. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, has a new story to include in the next edition of her memoir, which is called Drinking and Tweeting and Other Brandy Blunders. On Monday, Jesus Christ. On Monday, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills alum made a controversial offer to Army Hammer in since-deleted tweets. She wrote, what? Dear Army Hammer, you can have my rib cage. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do you keep getting hotter and hotter? And then she hashtagged it, let's barbecue. So the, <laughs> the 48-year-old later responded to the backlash over her statement, claiming, and this is what she initially said, I'm not sorry. I don't take it back. It was an effing joke. Clearly, I need my rib cage, but maybe he can have one of my kidneys. <laughs> she then added, critics of her tweet should, quote, get some hobbies. But ultimately... She backtracked. She deleted all the oh, tweets man. and apologized to those she may have offended. What? Stand your ground. It was yeah, a but, joke. Yeah, but. All right, so who is she apologizing to and for then? Well, the people that may have been abused by him. Oh, uh, okay. Sure. So that's the part she <laughs> didn't right. read. So she said, guys, I did not know the extent of what was being alleged against Army Hammer. I just read that he was getting divorced and thought that he was hot. Uh, no more headline porn for me. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. So where does it stand right now? We keep trying to clarify it. With him? Yeah. Have there been any charges? No. And as as I think the most toxic or the most volatile suggestion is he sort of wooed them into... Everything's been consensual. Yeah, right? I read a little bit Even more. Even the A-carving, right? Yes. Um, uh, abuse. and al- There are allegations of abuse, but no uh, charges of abuse. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's pretty seedy and dark and, and twisted. I mean, even Bill Maher was sort of addressing it. Did you see that? Well, no, but I, I don't know if it's criminal. And, yeah. And that's where the, the border is, you know, the, where the boundaries are. They got to clarify this stuff. Because be I want to know if I can eat people. There's supposed to be an LA cannot. Times article oh. coming out soon that's like, reveals a lot. Okay. Apparently, there was a tweet a whole bunch of years ago of somebody saying that he is like a criminal, and okay. now they're investigating. Well, then they that. should like, lock him up. If there's a tweet that. from years ago that says he's like <laughs> right? a criminal, lock he, his ass up. We learn from Brandy that yeah. everything on Twitter is real. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'll follow the story and let you guys know. Right there, uh, Your Honor. It says right there. Look at right next to the Twitter icon. He's like a criminal. In another tweet, uh, Brandy admitted that uh, prior to tweeting, she had yet to look into the controversy surrounding Army's uh, alleged Instagram message. Messages to unidentified women. Uh, as she put it, when I saw the headlines, I went and read all that stuff, and now I do kind of feel bad. I don't want people uh, to hurt or eat other people ever. <laughs> hey, so. listen, once you mess with Brandy Glanville, you've messed with us, right, Preston? That's right, man. Uh, this is sad news. Mary Wilson, a founding member of the Supremes, has died. She was 76 years old. Uh, she passed away suddenly this evening, uh, according to a statement from her longtime friend and publicist, Jay Schwartz. Uh, the singer was at her home in Henderson, Nevada. Uh, she survived by her daughter, son, several grandchildren, and a sister and a brother. So is Diana Ross the only surviving member? Um, yeah, I believe I so. I believe so, right? Yeah. Wilson was a trendsetter who broke down social, racial, and gender barriers, according to Schwartz, said in the statement. Uh, she began her career in Detroit in 1959 as a singer in what was then called the Primettes. Uh, they went on to become the Supremes, and they were Motown's most successful group in the 1960s. He had 12 number one singles. Has there been, a, like, a biopic about the Supremes? 
Uh, there has been a like a TV movie, okay. and maybe if, if there was, it wasn't. It probably didn't get the treatment. The treatment it, it should have yeah. gotten. Yeah, uh, I know that Joe Namath played. Uh, <laughs> well, that's Diana Ross. That's not good yeah. casting well, at all. Well, they needed a big name. I guess. Yeah, right, at yeah. that time, you just won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They're both tall. So, uh, some of the singles included were Where Did Our Love Go, Baby Love, and Stop in the Name of Love. In 2018, Billboard celebrated the 60th anniversary of Motown with a list of the Hot 100's top artists of all time and listed the Supremes at number 16. Well, Dreamgirls is about the Supremes, basically, right? Um, You know what? I'm not sure. Loosely, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. All those Motown girl groups. Yeah. Wilson's legacy went uh, beyond singing. She became a best-selling author, motivational speaker, businesswoman, and U.S. cultural ambassador. And she invented the monorail. Mary Wilson at 76. Uh, with the death, we have a birth. Nick Kroll and his wife, Lily Kwong, are officially first-time parents. Uh-huh. Uh, days before the couple's son was born, Nick had posted a photo of his wife cradling her baby bump and captioned it, Beautiful Curves. This news comes just two months after they got married. Uh, the new parents had held a private uh, wedding ceremony with only cliffs, ocean, redwoods, and sunset as witnesses, Kwong had revealed on Instagram. And another post, she said, we were alone on that cliff but felt so supported and appreciative of the tribe that got us there. They got a wonderful gift. It was a basket of ribs from Army Hammer. Because <laughs> they figured they weren't able to cook. A month before they got married, Kwong had revealed on Instagram that she was expecting and she had written, creating, uh, created a little dumpling with my forever person, Nick Kroll, uh, the first time she had written, uh, or the first time mom had written alongside the photo of her looking down at her baby bump. So they got a baby. Good for them. Uh, Christina Milan has joined Star's Step Up series, replacing the role played by Naya Rivera. Of course, she passed away in July of last year. Uh, and Milan said, I know I have massive shoes to fill. Naya was incredible. I hope to honor Naya and her family, friends, and fans with a great performance. The series creator and executive producer Holly Sorensen said Naya's death will be a terrible loss to our world that we, we will, frankly, never stop mourning. Uh, it was almost impossible to consider there could be someone so graceful and loving who could both help us and honor our loss while also bringing a deep reservoir of talent to our show in so many areas. There are a couple of series on stars that I'll see them run commercials for and I'm like, is anybody watching these things? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Step Up. Yeah, what neither am I. So, yeah. Oh, I should have I should have put this in with uh, the death of Mary Wilson because uh, Billy Brown, the family patriarch who led twelve seasons of Alaskan Bush People, yeah, uh, died. He was sixty eight. Well, he's the one who discovered the Supremes. <laughs> oh, he is. Really. He worked for Motown before he went to Alaska. My uh, listen, it's sad. This guy passed away. I tried watching like one or two episodes. My mom and sister, for some reason, fell into a hole and started watching it. And I started watching. I'm like. It's yet another one of these constructed reality shows right. that you're supposed to believe. That... Who took my chewing tar? Yeah, yeah, stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> I didn't. I was in the outhouse. <laughs> so his son Bear shared the sad news, writing that the family is heartbroken to announce their beloved. You pa- can't take a picture with a Kodiak bear. Patriarch. It's Kodiak, not Kodak. <laughs> Billy Brown passed away last night after suffering from a seizure. So sad news that he died, but I'd really I'm rather happy about it. No, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. No. I watched, I did two press. I, I fell in that trap. It came up, and I'm like, all right, maybe this is an actual depiction of what this kind of rural living is like. And then you realize, oh, no. No, it's like Duck Dynasty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where's my chewing tar? <laughs> you darn fool, you don't turn butter that way. <laughs> you can't have sex with your sister. Maybe <laughs> now your kid has an arm going out of his ass. <laughs> All right, uh, some of the biggest women in music are banding together to stand behind Britney Spears. Uh, I wanted to watch this documentary over the weekend. Uh, I didn't realize it was such a volatile thing. Uh, February 5th, FX had released the latest episode of its docuseries. Uh, The New York Times presents with the new episode Framing Britney Spears, recounting the pop star's life in the spotlight and her ongoing battle with her father, Jamie Spears, who controls her medical records and finances due to uh, the conservatorship. Uh, the eye-opening documentary has motivated many A-listers to voice their public support of the singer and throw their weight, alone. And their weight behind the global Free Britney movement to end her conservatorship of more than 10 years. On All fe- you people want is more, 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 more. On uh, February 8th, Casey Musgraves wrote on Twitter that it's plaguing her that nobody knows if Britney Spears is truly okay. Uh, The six-time Grammy winner went on saying, really hoping that if she isn't, uh, that if she isn't, she can formally vocalize it in some way and that she knows all of us on the outside really give an S about her well-being. Uh, I do do think she's, I wonder if... uh, uh, she is being tended to the way she needs to be tended to. Because every time I see one of those Instagram videos, Preston, mm-hmm. from the angle that's up that makes her look like a little girl, hey, 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 Brittany. Right. And I'm in my exercise studio. And it's just, it's weird, you know? Uh, so you think that might not be of her doing? I, I, I think there's something not being taken care of with her, okay. you know? It just it just seems weird. And maybe it's just me. I don't know if you no, guys... No, no, it's not just yeah. you. It, it's, it's There's odd things going on, and I've mentioned this before, but um, I don't delve too deep into the comments on anybody's Instagram page. However, on Britney's, the messages are bizarre. And, yeah, yeah. and they are people are communicating, trying to communicate with her, and then uh, in, she will subtly communicate back, or at least people are interpreting, interpreting that the, she's... Be, she's sending messages? Yeah. yeah. And, and like it, Steve, it'll be like... Brittany, if you're not okay, wear a green top tomorrow. Right. And then she'll wear a green top in the next post. And it, it's weird. You know, like, I don't know anything either. But the there are too many weird coincidences happening to think that maybe something is up. Okay. I don't know too much about it. I mean, she might yeah. also be mentally unstable. I That's for exactly. sure. Yeah. Uh, the filmmakers of Framing Britney Spears revealed at the end of the documentary that they were unsure if Britney ever received their request for comment. Entertainment Tonight reported on Monday... Uh, that she was, quote, made aware of the show through her team. Mm. At her Super Bowl performance on Sunday, Miley Cyrus gave Britney a shout-out when singing Party in the USA. After singing the lyrics, that's when the DJ dropped my favorite tune and a Britney song was on, so she changed that lyric. Uh, and at the end of the oh, verse... That is the lyric. Oh, it is. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought yeah. it was... Uh, well, it's it a Jay-Z a song Jay-Z as well. Jay-Z is what yeah. I thought. Okay. It changes every verse. Okay, so uh, she had at the end of the verse, she said, Hey, we love Britney as well. Uh, singer Haley Williams of the band Paramore <laughs> appeared throughout. Uh, wait, uh, appeared to be outraged by the treatment of uh, the treatment that Britney endured throughout her career. She wrote on Twitter, "No waters today would have to endure the literal torture that media, society, utter misogynists inflicted upon her." Uh, the mental health awareness conversation culturally. Could never be where it is without the awful price she has paid. I wonder what the, so 
Has anybody seen any of this? Because I, I understand it's pretty inflammatory. It's on my schedule to watch this weekend because apparently it's amazing and it paints Justin Timberlake in a pretty bad light. That's oh, really? what I've heard yeah, over the weekend that was thing. trending. That uh, he, but I mean, again, yeah. this is the the documentary's point of view. But it just right. points out that she's just locked up in her house, and I think that's like where these videos keep coming yep. to. Uh-huh. She literally has she's not allowed to do anything, and as soon as an assistant gets close to her, they fire an assistant. She's like not allowed to. She's allowed to do like three things like walk her property go get coffee and pet her turtle exactly mm. uh so the uh, also uh sarah jessica parker and bet midler tweeted out about uh, the free britney hashtag uh, britney's legal team is ongoing uh, legal battle is ongoing i'm sorry but in november her lawyer claimed in court the musician is scared of her dad and would no longer perform while he controls her career the the, the court left the conservatorship with the dad, right? Well, yeah, the judge allowed yeah. Jamie to remain as a conservator of her estate. Uh, Framing Britney Spears is streaming on Hulu right now if you want to see that. Uh, let's do one more story, and then we will move along because we got some clips to play. Uh, let's go. i got a bunch of different things. Some I'll have to save for tomorrow, if you don't mind. Uh, how about a quickie? Uh, Rob Delaney, Alice Eve, and Edwina Findlay have joined Amazon Prime's The Power. Uh, The global thriller is based on Naomi Alderman's novel of the same name, and it follows the story of teenage girls who can electrocute people at will. Sounds interesting. Okay. Uh, It's a 10-episode series that is planned as of now. I think Rob Delaney is the guy with the mustache in uh, Deadpool 2. Yes. Who, uh, he doesn't have a superpower. He doesn't have a superpower. Oh, yeah, 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 super yeah. positive. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love him. All right, uh, we're ready for clips. All right. And I have them. I've just misplaced them. They're somewhere. Oh, is that mean mystery clips? No, I've got them. They were, they, the effort went in. It was given to me. All right. Give me just a second here. I'm enjoying the the drum. Yeah, yeah, that's me on the drum, by the way. I can do that with one hand. Wow. Oh, wait. wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got him. There they are. All right, so to the two All the love Boys I Love Before film series is coming to an end with the release of its third film. And this clip star, Lana Condor, talks about her feelings at the end of it all. Here we go. There's a line. Actually, I think it's a, I think it's a voiceover at the end of the film that says, I never realize that you could be this sad and this so and this happy at the same time that like perfectly encapsulate exactly how i feel about an ending (laughs) so uh to all the boys always and forever is streaming on netflix this friday here is the next clip Season 5 of This Is Us continues to follow the lives and connections of the Pearson family across several time periods. And here, actor Sterling K. Brown discusses his character's decisions to go to therapy. That self-care is something that we've denied ourselves for such a long period of time. And you develop this armor to face the world. And it's hard for things to get in because you know that's how you stay protected. People are hopefully now realizing, and I hope Randall is helping to move the needle to realize that, like, it's okay to ask for help. You should be medicated. <laughs> uh, a new episode of This Is Us airs tonight. That is at 9 o'clock, and it is on NBC. And that is all that I have for you this morning. <sighs> it, it enriched my soul. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, well, that's my goal every day, That's Steve, what you do. To enrich yours. <laughs> 
time has come to entertain the people through this. <laughs> Wake up, brush your teeth, and start the day anew. Oh, I'm so ready to roll over and begin the day. Enriching lives and souls. What we'll tr- we'll strive for today. Every day. Uh, and let's fill some bellies. You know what? Ooh. I have a gift card uh, for... Uh, what all do I, am I giving away? Yeah. I have a I have a $50 gift card and a digital rental of Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah! So the $50 gift card is for dinner, courtesy of Ruby Tuesday, and a free digital rental of Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar from Lionsgate. That's the last meal of the day. Caller number 12, 215-263-WMMR, and they are teaming up together, the movie and the restaurant, uh, for a super nifty weekend, Valentine's Day weekend, with free food and a free movie. So it sounds most enjoyable. We'll set you up with that now. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Take the trip with Barb and Star on February 12th, wherever you rent movies. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We got a lot going on. Stay with us. What's new? Why do you ask? ACDC. Weezer. Alexandria. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I'm going to do a shard out. All right. I'm going to make you a bicycle. No, I'm going to do a shard <laughs> out. Uh, and this one was requested for Valentine's Day, but I'm gonna, I, we're not going to be on a Valentine's Day. It's on Sunday. So uh, I want to do this ahead. Do you want to come in? No, I don't want to come in on Sunday. Uh, but I thought this was nice. All right. And this is from uh, Julian Jimenez, who says, uh, Hey, Preston, my mom and I have been listening to your show for years on the way to school every day. She'll be single this Valentine's Day. Oh. So I was wondering if there would be any way for me to give her a uh, shout out on Valentine's Day because I want her to know that she is still loved very, very much, even if she is single. Aww. How sweet is that? That is great. She's done everything for me and has always been a great mom. So I think that it would be a nice surprise <sighs> if it was possible. Thank you. You guys rock. So I'm not going to, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it today, leading up to Valentine's Day. I want to give his mom. A great week, you know? So, a shout-out from the sun. Do you want to... What? Each one of us head over during the weekend and give her a little physical love. I will. Uh, (laughs) I just use my fingers. Well, COVID restrictions right now. Oh, you're right. So, we can't do that. Let's talk in a few months. No, that's a wonderful thing, and she deserves it. I thought that was really sweet. Uh, Here's another quick one. It says, hey, um, good morning, It. I was wondering (laughs) if you give my coworker Terry in the canteen office coffee warehouse a shout-out. Walking through the warehouse one day, I noticed the sound of Preston Steve coming from Terry's workstation, and this would really make his day. So here's a shout-out from Nancy Daniker, and there you go, Terry. Thanks for listening at work. I love when you are in a place and you hear them listening to MMR. One of the weirdest things is when we've had a few days off here and there, and you go to a place, and you're hearing our show, yeah, yeah. and it's like, you guys are awesome. I love it. (laughs) And then one last one. Uh, This is requested for Friday, but I'm going to do it today. Uh, it says, hey, please give a shout-out to my son Leland on Friday, February 12th, for his 21st birthday, which is on Saturday. Uh, with the pandemic, we're not able to celebrate how he'd like to, uh, so this will be the next best thing. He won't be awake to hear this, so I'll play the podcast for him. So I figured they'll be able to All right. get this podcast and play it for him now. Thanks for helping to make his birthday awesome. That is from uh, Deanna Krakowski, and this is for Leland. 
Happy 21st, man. Happy 21, bro. You have great hair. Coming up, and you have great hair. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Casey had told us a a story about something and thought that this might yield some interesting stories from people. (laughs) And it's essentially uh, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, to use an old phrase. Yeah. um, Wherein something goes wrong with an item or something, and it's a small thing. Yet it's enough to make you get rid of the entire thing <laughs> and get a whole brand new thing. Yeah. Even though you could probably just fix that one little thing. It was just fresh after it happened when I talked to you. Yeah. Uh, you were in your kitchen. Yeah. Explain what happened. All right. So, and this is the extreme of this example, by the way. And I'm not really going to get a brand new kitchen. <laughs> but my drawer broke in my kitchen. For the second time, by the way, I had yeah. already fixed it. Right. And... Drawer and cabinet technology has come along so far, guys, that I just want soft closed drawers and cabinets. And so when my drawer broke, I turned to my wife and go, we need a new kitchen now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love this thought process. Yeah. I have it all the time. Yeah. And I agree with you 100%. It happens a lot with cars, right? Especially when when there's an expensive fix, like a The radio does not. (laughs) Why does only one channel come in? New car. A new new car car would have. I could trade this in. I can speak to this. Okay. And by the way, if you have similar stories, 215-263-WMMR, no matter what it is. So, and I'm not going to name the brand of car. Yeah. That I have because I don't want to. I don't want to give it a bad name or anything like that because I've loved this car. In fact, I've owned several cars of this particular brand. But I was it's it's getting up in uh, mileage, and I've really liked the the uh, the way that this car has treated me over the years. Um, but I just I don't like the reverse camera on it. <laughs> Is I it the quality the techno- of it? No, like it. And I <laughs> went to this dealership, and I'm like, okay. Have you fixed this? Has this changed at all? And they said, no, not even the new ones. I'm like, I'm going to a whole different new <laughs> Let's set. I gave them. them a shot. But, I mean, I'm bailing I on a really good, good car just because I don't like the A car that's <laughs> reliable, a car that's, oh, yeah. and, and that, listen. That looks cool and everything about you're it. You're not a lunatic. You're not driving a Lambo or something. You no. know, like, so it's, it's something to get you. It's a brand I've been very happy with for a long time, but, but I don't that like the reverse. Was the final camera, straw? Dude. The camera that had been fine for the <laughs> longest time. Listen, no, I actually haven't liked it since, since I initially since I bought this particular uh, model. Where does the picture it. come up in the rearview mirror? That or? comes up on the on the console, okay. but but it's um, when it's dark, you can't see anything. Oh man! And then like, and I get I get in my car's uh, my son's car, and I'm like, oh. That's like daytime. Yeah, yeah, I drive a Subaru as well. Okay, yeah, my my boys Dude, have it's Subarus. like watching a movie. It's, it looks God. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so so I'm getting a whole new car because of that. Yeah. So there you go. Listen, what are you gonna do? and this would fall also under first world issues a lot of times. Uh, I oh yeah, my nephew was over in the house and he was with at his time at, at that time his girlfriend and they wonderful wonderful guy and they're they're wonderful and he was in the basement and. And I, he, uh, we were away for a day or two or something, came back, um, you know, and it's my Denon receiver. There were buttons pushed that I could not. I'm like, what, what was pushed on this? And I'm good with electronics. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got the thing. On. How do I get back to my original settings? How do I? I'm going to buy a new one. Buy a new one. <laughs> and Nick, get a new you one. can prove this because <laughs> how? I, I gave you the other. <laughs> and it works great in my house. So uh, thank oh you God. to I your had, nephew. Yes. Yeah. Because I got a brand new receiver out of it. Um, <laughs> I uh, 
I look at my house all the time and I'll see little <laughs> imperfections and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just move. Yeah. And it, it's <laughs> pathetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it, you know, a little bit of siding is peeling off in one section. And I look at that. I'm like, totally. I, I, I can't live in this you house. Know, Nick you know and it's just staring at you. Yes. Uh-huh. It's just looking at And you. every time I go outside, Glaring. I look at it again. Here's, here's the one little conundrum where I think there's a bit of merit to it because uh, projects like fixing your drawers, Casey, or whatever, like in your kitchen, where you think about doing something like that. You need a screwdriver. <laughs> no, no, no. They are time and effort and money, and sometimes that time and effort and money aren't quite worth it, and so perhaps moving or a brand new kitchen is worth at least exploring because I'm good you're going to spend a, a decent amount of money anyway. You're exactly right. I'm good at laying out the list, which is where at, list. at which point you get to the teetering point. Yes. Where, where it's like, okay, yeah. it, now it's going to fall over. Why don't I just do all this as right. opposed to that? Right. And that, and I've, I've, I've gotten good at it in life. What happens is my wife used to be the other way, which was just, we can get by. Why are we just getting by here? Because what's going to happen is it's going to become exponentially worse. It's going to deteriorate. We're going to pay for the repairs for that deterioration right, right. now. Why don't we just make the expenditure now and nip those costs in the bud? But you got to learn how to play. It's like, it's like, it's like roulette. You're spinning the wheel. How's it going to play out? I think I'm kind of the opposite of you guys. I'm kind of like, meh, it's fine. I'll well, you're never home. It. Well, so <laughs> I was literally about to say, my TV um, is about 12 years old. And I think it was like the first flat screen that was ever made. And it's like really thick and heavy. Yeah. So I can't pick it up. But it's like, fine, because I was never home. But now I'm home all the time because of quarantine. Right. And I can't get apps on my TV. And oh, thank goodness yeah. I like upgraded mm-hmm. yep. the X1 yep. so I can get like uh you know Netflix and stuff through there but like maybe I want to watch some Apple TV yeah. and I don't it, have an Apple tw- TV either cuz why did I 12 years that? in tech you might as well be 100 years. <laughs> yeah. But what what one little thing has gone wrong with with an item or something and you're like scrap it. Get a whole <laughs> new deal and you need to feel like uh, somewhat justified in that. Let me go to uh Brian. Hey Brian, good morning. Hey guys, what's up? Hey bud, uh, what's your story, man? Um, I had a car that was just everything was going wrong, and the last straw, I got a flat tire, so I just traded in the car. Flat tire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but if everything was going wrong with it, well, I guess but, maybe. But see, that's that's yeah. a solid point. Like like. It, here and there, little things. Thanks, Brian. But there's that one thing that seems like, so when you do tell the story, I got a flat tire, so I traded yeah. it in my car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but there were little, there were indicators that you were going in the wrong way. Right, right. You know? uh, let me go to, hang on, what is this? I'm going to go to Chad. Hey, Chad, good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, Woo! buddy. All right, so what's your story here? So a couple of years ago, uh, my husband buys a new, uh, brand new Chevy Suburban, uh, and he's driving Uber around and this one particular night there is a couple of girls that were just going out into the city they've been drinking and one of them throws up in the back seat of this car again it's a brand new car so there's nothing wrong with it but the way he is because he's a little bit ridiculous is rather than just get the car cleaned he swore that he would never get the smell out he he would know it's in there so this was a couple years after he had purchased the car he had just Bought a brand new the next year, the next model of the Chevy Suburban, so he had to trade it in for the next year up. <laughs> wow! So rather than clean puke out of the back seat, he traded it in. I told him he can get it professionally cleaned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were right, Chad. Well, yeah. He'll always know, Chad. <laughs> He'll always know. And I have to say, there's a part of me that sees his point of view as well. 
Uh, there's the Seinfeld episode, you know, Thanks. with the elusive smell in the car that right. he can't get out. The B.O. The B.O., yeah. Yeah, from the uh, uh, the valet. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here is, uh, here's a couple texts coming in that says, I need a new fridge. I've now refinanced my home, taken a cash-out option, and am about to go under uh, contract for a $50,000 remodel of half of my home. <laughs> but I see Because I need a new fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that that so so in that case, and I'll tell you where it did pay off for me. And I, I and we tend not to think this way, but we had work done in the house, uh, in the yard, and and so the, the the landscape, the ground had been bulldozed up. So at that point, I'm like, well, it's up already. Let me put in the, the sprinkler system that you know, and then everything kept adding on. But it did all work out because I got discounts on everything because the groundwork had been laid by, <laughs> by the yeah. other work. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like. I could every time I'd have to tear up things to do the work. So it does make sense sometimes if you replace your entire house because the front door handle falls off. I like this one. It says, uh, we needed a new battery for our 2009 Hyundai. Came home with a 2021 BMW. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's like, that's another whole other topic of, you know, you needed one thing and it ended up turning into a, a whole new project. Of a foam rubber cowboy hat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because we, uh, our driveway is cracked and so we needed the, to have the um concrete repaired yeah. and so we've uh we've set that in motion we got the uh we put in our deposit and now i think we're gonna get new siding as a result because like <laughs> yeah because well the driveway and then it comes all the way around here and then we're gonna have to do that and then look at these gutters it's just gonna make the gut and if we do new gutters well then we need a new new siding and it just it kind of snowballs yeah and casey in an old home when you see one thing being uh, upgraded and new and now really good looking it points out the fact that there are other things that are now worn down and yep. a little bit older and also need repair and especially in an older home and my house is like Almost a hundred years old, and that's an investment. Your house it is. is an investment. You're you're, you're you're keeping up your yeah. your equity. One project leads to another, oh, which yeah. leads oh, yeah. to another, which leads to another. Uh, I will go next to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning. It. This is Jackie from Spring Mountain. Hey, hey. hey. Jackie. How's Katie doing? Hi. What's up, Jackie? Jackie from Spring Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so there is what I think is a scratch in the sink in our master bathroom. Oh, get a new bathroom. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We already have the contractor over. So it's a bathroom that my husband renovated once. Um, He ripped it uh, out and demoed it down to the studs. So we had um, a non-bathroom. It took him one year to redo the bathroom because he did it himself a little bit at a time. Never do that. Now now we have this bathroom that he renovated and... Mm -hmm. There is what looks like might be a scratch in the sink, um, and it's hard to tell. Is it going to be a crack? So he said, rip out the whole bathroom. Oh, so the, my God. So when the contractor comes over, he says, um, so are you going to keep the uh, the glass, the glass for the shower wall? No. Get rid of it. Are you keeping the, uh, the plumbing fixtures? Nope. So at the toilet? Nope. So every single thing wow. has got to go. Well. You were look. You were looking for the flashpoint, and a lot of times that's that's what this is all about. You're, you've been flirting with the notion, and then you need that. What this button yeah, doesn't but work. He redid but, the whole thing himself, though. This is him right. ripping down his own work. His own work, but now the contractor's going to do it. Correct. Well, yeah, because I don't want to take an entire one year. Yeah, it's, I think yeah. it's her yeah. decision. My, my yeah. neighbor, my neighbor, um, Thanks, did Jackie. redid his uh, in Maniac. My old neighbor uh, Brian, great guy, but he. Uh, he redid his bathroom and his master bedroom, and he was about to take out, like, a bearing wall. Oh, no. And I'm like, 
No, I mean it was just the whole this, house comes oh down. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially over the last year, people have just spent more time at home. You know, because of the pandemic, everybody's noticing the little flaws in and around their house, and so everything requires uh, you know an upgrade. I'll go to Tyler. You're on the air, Tyler. Good morning. Good morning, as you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my man? Hey, so we just bought a house pretty much in the middle of nowhere last July. And, you know, m- most people, when they move in, they're okay with just kind of living in the house as it is for a few weeks. That's yeah. sort of honeymooner period. Yep. As soon as I moved in, I went upstairs to one of the bedrooms, turned on one of the light switches, and the ceiling fan started to wobble. Okay. And, and that pretty much just kind of started <laughs> me peeling away everything that the previous owners didn't do. And it takes me half an hour to get to any sort of home improvement store. So, of course, instead of replacing this little screw that caused the ceiling fan to wobble, I replaced a box under it, the whole ceiling fan, started to pull out doors, and, and it's just an ongoing thing. Of course. <laughs> One thing and so it goes. Yeah. started with a yeah. wobbly fan, yeah. and uh, <laughs> now you're putting a new uh, uh, a whole addition onto the home. Uh, here's a text. I like this one. It says, my brother... Bought Captain America on Blu-ray by mistake, so we needed a new player. They didn't have a, a, a Blu-ray <laughs> yeah. player. It escalated to new high-def TV stand and washing machine. <laughs> washing machine. Thanks, Cap. <laughs> they were at the store. Yeah. They were probably at Best Buy. They had yeah. all that stuff there, so why not buy this? Too? How are we going to watch this if our laundry isn't clean? Right. <laughs> when my wife, she, she would um, blame me for this, but uh, when we were just about to get married, we were living in Conchahawken, and I took her out to dinner. I got her a little bit sauced up, and we came home with a cat. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't know if that uh, actually goes in line with what we're talking about now. Well, but... did your old one die or have like a bum foot We didn't have like one. Okay. The old one sneezed, so they <laughs> yeah. killed her with a hammer and went right. and got a new one. Let me go to Mike. Hi, Mike. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, it. Good morning, it, man. What's going on? Uh, so, my girlfriend and I, we have a thing where she cooks. I do the dishes. Uh, and we have an air fryer, and one night, uh, I forget what she cooks in there. I looked in the air fryer. Once we were done dinner, I was like, eh, I'm not cleaning that. Let's just get a new one. No. Nope. So, rather than clean it, yeah. you tossed I, it out. I can see right. this sometimes. There yeah. are times when the device crosses the line of it's just not as clean as I would like it. Oh, really? You know, and, okay. and so uh, um, I've had it where it's not worth it anymore, where if you got to take like 10 things apart to, exactly. to clean it all, yeah. Yeah. And you're no. like, this is stupid. No. This is more work. That That's why I hate a lot of kitchen gadgets yes. that'll do the same thing that a freaking knife will do if right. you take yeah. a little right. bit of time with a it. knife you is very easy this, to clean. you got to take your slap chop apart and put the different pieces <laughs> into the dishwasher. And I, I'm like, scratch, I, I eventually secretly throw those things away because <laughs> my wife bought them. Yeah. And, and, and someday, you know, six months later, whatever happened to that? I don't know. You never bought it. <laughs> yeah. The very What's first, wrong with you? The very first Zoodler. This isn't the thing you're looking for. <laughs> the very first uh, Zoodler I bought was like... What's a Zoodler? Uh, it's when you uh, take your zucchini and turn it into pasta noodles. Okay. Oh, They're called okay. Zoodles. Yeah. Uh, it was she a just box. rips off Zoodlers. If we're all in the <laughs> Zoodler club. I was following. It was about like a foot long and like six inches high. It was this huge thing and then you had to pull all the parts apart and it was kind of like an apple peeler. Um, So, but it's still sitting in my cabinet even though I bought the little handheld one. And you don't use it because it takes so long to clean it, right? That's the thing that they they never figure that into the commercial or the QVC commercial where they're showing you how to use it. They never show that hour and a half cleanup that got you your zoodles. But here's, I recommend the little handheld one that goes by the dishwasher. Okay, here's uh, one little thing that made you get rid of something big. I'm going to go to Tony. Hi, Tony. Good morning. 
morning, guys. So hey, what's I up? About, I was about 14, and we moved into a new house, new neighborhood. I'm in a new school. And after about two months, uh, the toilet, the seal on the toilet upstairs leaked. And so, it's just, you know, some drywall walk downstairs, replace the seal, put the toilet in. Yep. Nope. My father, nope, that's it. We're moving. We're out of here. <laughs> Sold the house. Sold the house. Did you have to move to a new school district or anything like that? I, I, we had to move again. Oh, man. <laughs> my wife can put in a toilet. Uh, it could have come over and fixed it for you. Oh, my God. Let, let me well, ask wow. you, Tony, is that the, the mindset is that this is just the beginning. If, so if this is going to go wrong, we're only looking at downhill from here. Let's start anew. Was that his mindset? He, I think it was an excuse because he didn't want the house. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, so they just that nudged right. him. I got gotcha. you. All right. Thanks, bud. Yeah. So we had a, a, a toilet that was um, it was getting clogged, and so we ended up just replacing the toilet. Uh, and I found out why it was clogged, and and I don't necessarily know if I could have figured this out with any any other way other than just taking the toilet off right. of the actual floor itself. And you know that little spring. That keeps the toilet paper uh, holder in, yeah. you yeah. know, in the uh, the spring somehow ended the up going. Spool? Okay. Yeah, yep. who Not ate, the spool? Who ate the, that? The spring, the spring in, inside, in, it. inside the spool. Yep. That was cl- that was stuck <laughs> in the pipe at the you know where where the toilet meets the floor, and that's what was causing everything to clog. Did you talk to your kids? Uh, I think I might have been responsible. For that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't Which, know. By the way, it, yeah. Can I, uh, a side uh, topic, and we'll come back to this, but I, I noticed something the other day. Game changer in toilet paper. Oh, really? Presentation. Well, it's been around for a while, but why didn't they think of this initially? You know, you, you have the little springy spool that you got to replace. Yeah, with. yeah. That's a pain in the ass. Yes. Uh, just the, the one little, like, L-shaped type thing that comes out of the wall, yeah. and you just oh, yeah. hang it on there. Yeah, come I on. Know. And right. there's you know? one, the one that we have also tilts up just a little bit so it won't slide off when you pull it off. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dumb, the dumbest thing on earth. I can't stand them. Is when you go into a bathroom and there's a little tiny counterweight at the bottom of a pole that sticks up, and then there's the toilet paper dispenser. Have you ever seen this thing? No, a counterweight. So it's like a little weight at the bottom, a decorative little pole that goes up to the toilet oh, paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's sort of a freestanding. You put it anywhere you yeah, want. You don't like those? They don't work. <laughs> when you pull on the toilet paper, it falls over. Well, God right. bless you. Uh, so, yeah, ours has, it instead of uh, leaning, angling up, it's it's got a little lip on the end of it that holds the toilet paper roll on. Small thing, I recommend getting the one that is the lever because the one that's kind of the freestanding uh, toilet paper holder, it pops off. Okay. So it's like the lever technology, spring for it. Gotcha. All right, back to this. Uh, something that went wrong, it made you get rid of the whole thing. I'll go to Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Good morning. Hey, bitches, look what I get to do. <laughs> <laughs> Way to marry those, Kenny. All right, Kenny, what, uh, what, what little thing? You, you could have easily fixed it, but you got rid of the whole thing. What was it? All right, let me paint the picture. I'm 15. Yep. I find a used snowblower on the side of the road with a sign that says free. All right. I'm eager to go make some money in my neighborhood, you know? Clean the carburetor out. Works great. Works great for years. Works great for years until this snowstorm. Oh. I got so frustrated I found it wouldn't work. I I know I had to clean the carburetor out because it was sitting for so long, and I found the closest heavy object and smashed it to pieces. Wow! No, I I I understand I, that. I just I was like, you know what? It was free. I don't even care. I'm just gonna go buy another one. It's not 
it's not worth this hassle because I kept having to start it. Start, shut off, shut off, shut off. So I said, you know what? I'm going to shut you off. Yeah, you were having, it was old and you were having trouble with it. A little bit different, but thanks, Kenny. I appreciate it. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. You, it's an easy fix. The little carburetor yes, thing no, is an it easy is. fix. It is. A lot of times, though, something starts to end the, the, its life cycle. You're like, I wonder. Uh, my thing used to be, I used to do this at Y100 because it took so long to get stuff replaced. I, I would just punch it. Yeah. Uh, so that it, it crossed over into the line of absolutely useless, yep. and then they would replace oh, it. Could it, you punch my computer? <laughs> <laughs> a whole, I'm sorry to interrupt, but a whole other conversation is uh, what, what did you used to bang on to fix? Oh, yeah. Because uh, we had a TV for forever. We used to beat the crap out of that thing. And it would and come in. It would work. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was crazy. Uh, I don't. My wife and I are so in sync, and have been for twenty-one years. You're the uh, Lance Bass. <laughs> we are the Lance. I, I'm Lance Bass. She, for for some reason, though, when it comes to um, higher priced items, yeah. uh, she and I couldn't be more uh, opposed. Like I'll I'll say I you know I want a new kitchen, for yeah. instance, and uh, she, I you know she just doesn't see it the same way I do. You know what I mean? Like, it's well, like, well I, I, if we're going to spend this money on this, I'd rather have that. And it's like, well, why can't you just have one what I want? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's that's something I'm blessed with. My mm-hmm. wife and I sort of see eye to eye and so much of that stuff. I had to convince her, though, sometimes <laughs> you... you things, why can't you think the way I think all the time? <laughs> things that are built better cost a little bit more. And yeah. that's... Yeah. So I can understand waiting oh. when you have enough to, to, to get yeah. the right thing, but... Uh, yeah, I know. It'd she be, wants to put... It'd be better if she was just you and drag. I know. <laughs> she wants to put ceiling fans in the kids' room because they, they need to be replaced, and she was going to replace them with these... She's like, oh, these ones are only like 40 bucks. I'm like, no, no. You, they, they're trash. That's why they're $40. You get the nice ones. Bring a couple extra bucks so I don't have to replace them in a couple of years. Think about that. Yeah. So if you get one that lasts for 10 years and, you know, you get five that you have to replace every two years... Yeah. Yeah, my wife is actually reading something. This is a whole other side. We're, we're doing it. It's side topics. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, an article not too long ago about the fact that, um, unfortunately, what happens is when people are lower income and they can only afford inexpensive and cheaper products, those products break down quicker yep. than the ones that are more expensive and better quality. And it's this kind of vicious cycle. And, they, where and you're you're having, you, end up, you end up spending more, more. money over yeah. the long haul because you didn't buy a quality product. So tell her yes. that. Tell Diane that. She knows. She does know. Okay, she just doesn't like you. Um, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Pat. See what he's got. Pat. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good. What's up, Pat? Uh, two part here. Uh, one, I had a 2017 Jeep. Uh, bought in for maintenance. I need two new tires in the back and two rear pads for brakes. Okay. And I ended up getting a whole new car. My uncle bought a house in the Ambler area, moved in. Uh, they had window units. Didn't like it. The house next door had simple air. Sold the house, bought the house. <laughs> bought the house right next to him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that happens, man. Were you, listen, let me ask you about the about the, uh, the the tires and brakes. Were you just seduced by a new vehicle uh, while you were there, and you're like, man, it'd be pretty cool to have a brand new car? Yeah, I saw how nice and fancy the new Wrangler was. And, uh, <laughs> and then that's how they get you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's honestly sometimes when you see that the new one comes out. Yeah. A lot of times also as well, if you, on a car, you, your car is in such good condition 
hopefully you can yeah. trade it in. You get a good trade in, and you're not spending that much. Yeah. And then you say, look, I saved on the brakes and the, and the brake pads and the tires. Yeah. I just bought a new car. But are there things that you do own that you've owned for a while that you're kind of proud? You're like, well, you know, I've, I've hung on to these for a while because I, oh, sure. my snow boots I've had for over a Case. decade. And I'm I was like, going to say the <laughs> yeah. same thing. My, my Doc Martin uh, steel toe boots. Yeah. Uh, I've had for 23 years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Marissa, you're wearing, how long have you had those? I just found these. I bought them in high school. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I yeah mean, so there's some things that are quality that, yeah. are, that are, are I'm proud of hanging on to for a long time. If you can avoid being frivolous, yeah. you know, and just, just getting something. I mean, that's I, I, both my wife and I, or I think we all do, come from a place like, you know, you've you got respect saving money and, and, and doing all that stuff and, and you're working hard for it. <laughs> right. But uh, if you can keep something going for a long time, but then there's always that little beast in you oh, that yeah. says, this handle, it's like that, that Looney Tunes, uh-huh. you know, I got to get a house to fix this handle. <laughs> um, it's We pick and choose yeah. these things, yeah, you yeah. know, for, for whatever reason that might not even make sense to ourselves, you know. It used to drive me crazy that my wife, uh, you know, would sometimes, hey, there's 50 pieces in this collection, and if you get the 10 coupons and this, you get one every six. I said, great, hon, by the time we're 90, we're going to have the complete collection, and then we can sit there and look at them as we're being fed Mapo. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, let's just get them now. You I'm going to go to Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Lauren, this is about your mom? Yeah, so my, uh, my mom used to do all of her own yard work. Um, but she would have this weed whacker, and every time the string on the weed whacker ran out, mm-hmm. she would just buy another weed whacker. <laughs> See, that's great. I would do that. You can spend five right? bucks on a replacement. Yeah, but so you could spend like 35 on a new cheap one. Here's what you do, and I have to tell you as well, Lauren, I don't know what kind you have, but oh, most funny. of the new ones, mm-hmm. you just you, you have the spool of wire, you just take it out, yeah. you put the other thing in, click it, and you're oh, ready to go. Yeah. It's been that way for decades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have been Thanks, a... Lauren. Homeowner slash weed whacker owner since 2003. I This past summer, I finally figured it out how to actually really spool it properly. Yeah. I, I just, every single time I take it out, I'm like, how are you supposed to, like, <laughs> wind this? Do you know what I mean? Like and now you're a man. Now I'm a man. I'm <laughs> it's like, so easy. Yes. And also, Casey, you do know that you could just... Hit it on the ground and, well, that's and more so, it again. Yeah, but that's yeah. only if you spool it properly. <laughs> if you don't spool it properly, then you have to stop what you're doing. Right. You have to take it out, extend the wire out, put it back in. But now I'm a, I'm a pro. <laughs> I did it. And by what? the way, the battery-operated weed whackers these days are, like, really, really great. I, I love yeah, mine. Yeah, I love really, mine. really great yeah. stuff. All right, let me go to... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> a little note there from Case. All right, By Michelle, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Michelle? Um, just to remind you guys, I'm the winner uh, from the Bumblebee contest two years ago. But anyway, um, <laughs> Wait, what was the? Oh, all right, never mind. We gave away a Bumblebee. You remember right, no, that? No, now I need to know. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what was the Bumblebee contest, Michelle? Just you know. Anyway. Well, no. no. What was the no? What was what the was, I We literally don't remember what the Bumblebee contest was. Oh, you guys sent me out to L.A. and I got to see the premiere of Bumblebee. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There you go. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. We love sending people on those trips. All right. So yeah, what's the story? I at the airport. I ran into you guys a couple times. No, I nice. remember you. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, now Michelle, we can. Remember? Now we can go. Yeah. She, we we met at the airport when you were going on. We were going to uh, spring the training. Place. Go ahead. I had a great time. Um, anyway, I had a car that was about two years old, and I'm driving along, you know, la di da di da and all of a sudden, Jeez. the tire <laughs> falls down in my car. What fell down in your car? 
a spider, Ooh. like a big one. Okay. So, so I go to get my oil change, and I said to the guy, I'll pay you extra money if I see the body of the dead spider. <laughs> okay. So he comes out, and he's like, yeah, no way, because he, he saw the spider. So I literally drove up to a car dealership and bought a new car. <laughs> oh, my God. You bought a the new spider car. lives in your car, <laughs> and you're bailing on it. Wow. Oh, completely. I mean, I liked my car, too. It was only two years old, but I was like, I'm not going to drive along, and then this thing falls on me because I'll end up dead. Yeah, there you no, go. You were protecting your life. Way to rationalize yeah. that. That makes total exactly. sense. All right. You thank know. you, Michelle. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Hopefully, we'll see you soon. All right. Um, let me go to Justin. Hi, Justin. Good morning. Hey, good morning. It. Good, good morning, morning it. it, buddy. What's up? So I had bought my house, and uh, one of our windows cracked, a uh, double-pane window, and the seal was bad, so there was a little draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of replacing the window, we replaced eight windows and brand-new siding <laughs> for about twenty grand. Wow. <laughs> Wow, yeah. one window yeah. to a major renovation. Exactly, that's what we did. Yeah, yep. that's what so, happens. Man. Yeah, you, you, look, and you, I'm sure you don't regret it. But sometimes you find out if if one thing's wrong, then other things are wrong too. And it's you know it's it's a, <laughs> it's an it's a good idea to go ahead and get that taken care of now. You might as may as well do it now. You know that type of thing. Did you ever buy a replacement for something only then to figure out how you could fix the original? And, and now you have. I've had that happen. No. Uh-oh. I give away the old one if I do that. Okay. Like Nick's receiver. That's right. <laughs> I have, and I can't remember specifically in the past, uh, tried desperately to keep something from ending and get something fixed. And even though you got that fixed, there's still a problem. Yeah. And then you try fixing something else, and there's still a problem. It's like, now i got to get I'm dealing with that now. I, I, put, I, I gave, the, put the, gave the old college try. My ice maker in my freezer is not working properly. Oh, and get I, a new fridge. I, I, well, Casey, get a new house. that's where I am. I think i got to move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah brand new kitchen. How can elsewhere. you live there? No, I've tried. I've tried. Like, and I'm not, you guys know me. I'm not very handy or can fix much of anything. But I've, I've made progress. Maybe I'm making it worse. I don't know. But I've tried Fixing it like five times. It's not working properly. I'm making ice separately. It's pissing me off. Hey, we might have to get rid of WMMR because uh, I'm seeing some text that says that we are repeating and cutting out over the radio signal. Huh. So that sounds like uh, like a delay thing or something, right? We need to build a new sky yeah. riser, uh, skyscraper. In a the sky city. riser. Sky riser. <laughs> I- My name is Sky Riser. <laughs> it's a transformer. Uh, sky balls. <laughs> Skyball Sex Sky Uh So, you know what? We'll have to look into that. Uh, but anyhow, uh, thanks for the heads I did hear up. that we might be getting a new uh, something that's going to help us out because ours is really old. A little transmitter. Something that involves the radio signal? Yeah. Okay, so maybe they're working on that? Yeah. Okay, maybe. we'll have to see. All right, anyhow, uh, thank you for your calls. Appreciate it. You're not alone if you've done this type of thing before. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we'll get into some bizarre file stories. I have a really disturbing one that oh, I'm going to share with you guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back in a sec. Stay put. the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. Final. 
All right, I'm going to lead with this uh, disturbing story that I referred to earlier. A woman was arrested after police discovered her decaying mother in their house. We hear stories about this every now and then, but this has got another level to it. Officers got a search warrant to go in and found animal feces covering the floor in the house in disarray. Officers then found a woman who had died in a reclining chair with a pillow under her head And her body was covered in blankets, appearing to be an attempt to cover the body from sight. The body was identified as 65-year-old Cynthia Newman. Police report said that it showed extensive decomposition where the hands were showing bone and the skin was beginning to peel off. Now, don't you feel silly for wanting a new kitchen, Casey? (laughs) The body was covered with insects and it appeared some of the animals inside the house... Had been eating the remains. Police questioned Newman's 41-year-old daughter, Jacqueline Bebout, who told them her mother was alive for Thanksgiving, but she wasn't sure if her mother was around for Christmas. Oh, my God. When police asked why she didn't report her death since they lived in the same home, she told them that she didn't want to be alone. Uh, she also admitted to taking at least $3,000 out of her mother's bank account. That's probably it. Bebout was arrested for theft and failing to report a dead body. Uh, the cause of her mother's death is still unknown, but the coroner said it does not appear that there was foul play. Can we give her credit for wanting to spend time with her mother? Bebout already had a warrant out for her arrest on possession of methamphetamine. The stench <laughs> must have been gut-wrenching. Yeah. A driver is lucky to be alive after skidding off an interchange ramp in Milwaukee and plunging 70 feet onto the highway below. The crash happened on Saturday morning in the I, at, uh, on the I-95 at the Zoo Interchange near Milwaukee. Uh, the crash was filmed on camera, owned by the Wisconsin Department of Transportation. It's amazing when you watch this video. You've got to see this footage. A pickup truck was traveling on I-94 when the driver suddenly skidded off the eastbound ramp. Uh, the truck had hit a snowbank, which was stacked up on the right shoulder of the road, and it kind of acted like a ramp. Yes, uh, lost right off. Uh, the you driver said they survived. Yeah, suddenly lost control, went up and over the barrier wall, plummeting seventy feet wow. down to the highway below, but landing upright. The vehicle landed upright. Two people helped the driver until sheriff's deputies arrived at the case. Uh, the driver was still conscious and breathing after the crash. Unbelievable. Oh and his Uber passenger was fine as well. Uh, the sheriff's <laughs> office said the driver did not appear to show any signs of being impaired. He was taken to an area hospital to be evaluated. Milwaukee County uh, said that it is working as quickly as possible to remove the snow from the side of highways in order to avoid crashes such as this. That's a seven-story drop. The biggest risk was that uh, is the melting and freezing creates a sort of ramp, a natural ramp, with the snow, and of course, it's actually hard for them to clear that stuff. So they got they have to get on it. It's insane that person. I wonder if the if they even had time that. to react or think about what was happening while it was happening. No, they were probably airborne before before yeah. the yeah, it, and it then on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably didn't even know that they were airborne. Right. Who knows, man? Right. But I tell you what, those really big. Exchanges like that that are high up in Do the air. Do they freak you out? They freak me out. They freak a lot of people they, out. Yeah. They, I get a little bit yeah. tripped out from that. From Pennsylvania, uh, for Pennsylvania, a mom, or for Pennsylvania mom, <laughs> Lisa Holsley. <clears throat> it was an absolute nightmare. Her son decided to dump a container of bunchums on her sister's head. Oh, we, we talked about this. Yeah. They're virtually impossible to get out of hair. 
The Bunchums got snarled gorilla glue. in her long hair and about 150 oh of the Velcro-like God. ball toys got stuck in her locks. If you're not familiar, they sort of look like little coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. So, you look, Casey's looking at the picture of this girl. It's, you, oh, man. It, oh, this poor, no. This poor girl. Uh, so she wrote on Facebook, amazing that they can still be on the market with a small warning label stating that they can get stuck in hair. It took me about three hours to get out 15 of them after a total of 20 hours of pulling and refusing to administer a pixie cut. She freed her daughter of the tiny tormentors. On 150 of them got stuck in I had never heard of them until we did the story a while ago. On Thursday at the Minsk Zoo in Belarus, Ukraine, a tiger fatally attacked one of the zoo's workers during feeding time. Uh, The employee was bitten on his neck by the tiger and failed to observe the safety regulations and had gone into the cage alone. Other employees were not around when the attack occurred. This has been the scenario for virtually every one of these attacks we reported recently going in the enclosure alone. Yeah, the victim of the attack died from his injury before the paramedics arrived on the scene. Uh, The employee had been working at the Minsk Zoo since 2009. He was 47 years old. Mm -hmm. Additionally, an investigation has been launched at the zoo regarding gross violation of labor safety rules. How in the world did uh, Tiger King live? I mean, most of that is just him driving around with these tiger in his freaking car with him. Yeah. And he's rolling around on the ground. With I think him. they were probably so malnourished and weak oh. that they didn't have the uh, the ability. I don't know. I, he was man. abusing those animals. Yeah, you would think malnourished. So that's when they want to eat. You're right. Kill yeah. You, so I don't of know. course, if you were to uh, if you were going to pick a human to eat, would you want to eat good too point. exotic? Very good point. It looks, one, looks too grisly. One last story. This is disturbing, uh, but I'm going to end with it because it's one that definitely needs to be in the bizarre file. In uh, This is in Michigan. A cannon that exploded at a baby shower left one attendee dead. Mm-hmm. Michigan State Police are investigating the incident that took place Saturday during the baby shower. A small cannon-type device was fired in the backyard to celebrate the baby's pending arrival. When the cannon was fired by the homeowner. The cannon itself blew up causing metal shrapnel to strike three parked cars and the garage where the baby shower was being held. A 26-year-old man standing nearby was also struck by the shrapnel. He was taken to a medical center in Flint, but he later died of his injuries. So was this a thing that they just happened to have, or did they purchase it for the party? Or Yeah, you know what? I don't know what the details are on this device. I don't know if it was homemade. Yeah, it seems particularly dangerous. if it was just a faulty device that they bought. I don't know anything about it, Steve, but the bomb squad and fire department uh, are all involved in the investigation. I'm sure when you were younger, your father would throw hand grenades around during a birthday oh, party, sure, right? Absolutely. But we were safe. I yeah, mean, we, we yeah. stayed the proper distance. And he knew how to throw it. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what we have in the Bizarre File for you. Let's take a break. But while we're doing that, give away some good eats. Let's do a dinner and a movie, all right? Yeah. I have, uh, thanks to the new film, Barb and Star, go to Vista Del Mar. And Ruby Tuesdays, they've teamed up to treat us to breakfast this morning, and they've also given us some stuff to give away. So for caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR, I'm going to give you a $50 gift card and a digital rental of Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. And by the way, uh, let's see here. At Ruby Tuesdays in Plymouth Meeting is offering buy one, get one for email members on Wednesdays and Fridays. And fi- find uh, Barbara Star 
wherever you rent movies this Friday, February 12th. So we'll take uh, Call It 15, set you up with that. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Hi, I'm Steven Singer, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. You know what I hate? Disappointing my mom. You buy your mother roses, and a week later, they're dead and forgotten. What if you can get a long stem rose that would last forever? Go now to IHateStevenSinger.com and see my famous roses lavishly dipped in 24-karat pure gold in exclusive colors. The only rose guaranteed to last a lifetime. They start at $59. Order now and receive free shipping and have it arrive by Mother's Day. Only at IHateStevenSinger.com. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We'll do some more giveaways in a little bit with our friends at Ruby Tuesday that are here. But since we got food on the brain, I have some food stories. Are you kidding me? So, yeah. I know it's we, time for a surprise visit for the connoisseur. We just did one on Friday. But, but we have things to talk about. Why, Preston? It's a special day today, isn't it? It's National Pizza Day today. Hey! So I, I and when there's no news, you do stuff like that. Well, listen, I don't take stock in the national whatever you know. <laughs> oh no, it's official days, but but <laughs> there's a military flyover today, and we could do. Listen, we've done many just pizza discussions alone for an hour easily. It's, I think we've done the definitive studies on pizza and what makes it valid and illegitimate. And we actually did that. I think last. I think Friday we, we did a nice extensive. Yeah. yeah. But what I do have is uh, a list of some specials that are going on Oh, uh, for National Pizza Day. Okay, so when something is a national day, I believe there should be some sort of special or incentive to purchase or something like that. So if there are that today, then that makes this an official National Pizza Day observance. Here's the deal, though. I didn't really look at these. You did not look at this. I just highlighted the the restaurants that I know that we have in our area, and it looks like these are standard uh, pizza deals. Oh, really? Knock it off. Well, yeah. So Rip off. uh, F you, Pizza Day. (laughs) Yeah. These these are like specials that happen on Tuesdays. (laughs) What? Oh, really? Oh, come on! Yeah, so like uh, Bertucci's has a... they have a buy one, get one offer valid on Tuesdays. Buy brick oven pizza, receive a brick oven pizza for free. That sounds like a normal sale. I'll tell you what, though. If Chuck you're going to go there. Chuck E. G's has two for Tuesdays. Yeah. Two so. for Tuesdays is a standard thing. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to go to Bertucci's, though, get the rolls. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are good. Yeah. That's my my wife and I's first date was Bertucci's. Uh-huh. And, I, and I got a pizza, and she was like... Are you going to share? Well, no. So she hates olives, and I oh. got and I got a pizza with black olives on it. And she kind of was like, I, "Who is this person? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Who gets black olives?" On By the, the way, Bertucci's they give kids if you get the kids meal, they give you some dough to make your own. Do they rolls with? It's like yeah. Pinocchio's. Wow. Make whatever shape you want. And everything Pinocchio's does that. Pinocchio's does that. Yeah, they got like a cool little when you walk into the restaurant. They have a little window so you can and a stool where the kids can stand on the stool and watch them make their pizzas. Mm-hmm. And they used to just give you Stop like, looking at me. They used to give you the dough there, but now 
it became such a standard that when you sit down at the booth or, or the table or whatever, they came out, come over and they give all the kids uh-huh. some dough. Can they do that now? These What's days? That? Can they do it during pandemic Well, times? they're not doing, um, uh, I don't think they're doing any indoor seating right now. Okay. Uh, don't quote me on that. But they did, uh, during the nicer months, they had an outdoor area. Um, oh, but... Are you talking about because of indoor dining yeah. or because of I just COVID. mean like the sharing of the dough and uh, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, they... they're sharing food anyway, right? It's disposable, right? I don't know. I like it. it just seems like if it's an uncooked ingredient. I, I'm just asking. I don't have any Yeah, I don't know either. It's right next to the apple bobbing barrel. <laughs> but I always told my kids that they're not allowed to eat it because it's bad for them. But I don't know if that's true or not. What, raw <laughs> dough? Yeah. Um... Uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, no I eat idea. it. And it's, it's, okay. Uh, I've I'm never, fine. I don't think I've ever been sick by it, so I had some for breakfast. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> by the way, looking at this list is stupid. Okay. It's the worst uh-huh. list ever. Uh, yeah, so, like, uh, I'll give you an example here. Uh, Little Caesars, this online special uh, is ends February 28th. Okay. It's not oh. today. No, it's the the whole month. It's a clock of crap. Where is there a Little Caesars around here? There used to be one down the street. It's not there anymore. There's no. one on the boulevard. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's one on uh, Gerard near Lake St. Joe's Prep. You know, I used to uh, frequent Little Caesar. I think it's a fine little pizza. They, they, uh, who, I've never had it. Is Shaquille O'Neal one of the main owners um, of it now? I'm not sure. No, he just did um, uh, Papa John's. Oh, Papa John's. That's yes. right, yes. Yeah. yeah, they've got a special that lasts all month, too. You want to hear about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it probably has been going on uh, for the past 10 the years. New Epic Stuffed Crust. Get one topping stuffed crust pizza no. for $12 good through February 28th. <laughs> I love, listen, love like you guys. Maybe it's National Pizza Month. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. That's not right. I do want to, uh, you know what everybody says? So it's not necessarily the raw eggs. It's the flour. And that's why you're not supposed to eat dough. Because the raw flour is not good for you. Really? Yes. Okay. I Every the, time the you... raw eggs are pretty bad for you too, right? Probably that as well too. And but... the raw chicken? <laughs> that especially. <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm going to move on to something else. This All was... Right. Uh... That was Enjoy National Pizza Day. Uh, Did you guys see this? A congressional investigation found high levels of toxic metals in several top baby food brands. I did see this, but this is Transformers baby food. No. Okay. Uh, This is uh, Nestle's uh, NSRGY Gerber, uh, Haynes Celestial Groups, Earth Best Organic, and Beechnut and Nurture. The investigation also expressed strong concern about the lack of cooperation from brands from Walmart, Campbell, and Sprout. How did it end up in there? meant that those companies' baby foods had even higher levels of toxic metals. <laughs> See, there's a little Transformer baby. They're adorable, really. Uh, baby foods made by... And you can open up bottles on their heads. Gerber, Hain, Beechnut, and Nurture all contain dangerously high levels of arsenic, Ooh. lead, uh, cadmium, and mercury, according to a staff report. My mother used to have me teeth on a hammer, but wow. I, I, I think for the most part, you shouldn't have that in your diet, right? Each of those companies responded to the subcommittee's requests for information, such as their internal huh. testing policies, test results, and documentation. Huh. However, Walmart, Campbell Soup, and Sprout refused to cooperate with the investigation, according to this report. Okay, so I think wow. this is something that needs to be looked into, uh, right? Yeah. Shrapnel in your baby food is, uh, well, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the subcommittee recommended mandatory testing, labeling, and increased standards, among other changes. 
Weren't we talking about eating some baby food around here? Yeah, we were. When was that? I don't remember, but we were talking about some of the ones that were grosser than others. And, What's your uh, favorite baby food? Because you've well, all I'll had... tell you, my least favorite are, are these meat sticks that Ben loved when he was a baby, and they're disgusting. They're like little mini hot dogs, but he couldn't get enough of them. And when meat you have, sticks. When you have a finicky baby and uh, or a toddler or whatever, and the only thing that they'll eat is one thing, you just you have no choice. What about from the strained realm, like um, <sighs> you know the apple sauce and stuff See, like anything that? Anything fruit was fine by me. Fruits yeah. are okay, yeah. but veggies not. The veggies, the, they just grossed yeah. me out. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it was about that, but like the like the uh, sweet potatoes, they were all right. You yeah. know, you put some of that on bread, you're good. Ugh. Oh, yeah. nasty. No, thank you. So anything in the vegetable family was horrible to you, Preston, but the fruits yeah. were good? Yeah. Any, I mean, as an adult, yeah. when, we, when we had, you know, when our kids were babies and we would feed them, I would kind of gag a little bit yeah. of feeding, you know, oh. green beans. <laughs> I mean, just, oh, you're going to like this. And I love green beans. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's, I, I just the idea of baby food is gross to me. You talk about finicky eaters. My son was like the worst, and he would put the food in his mouth and he would chew it, and then he would just sit there with the food parked in his mouth, and he would not swallow it. And mm. you know, it, it was actually it was kind of cute. You know, he just he just looked like this little chipmunk with the yeah. you know, oh, but he, he would, would have, have his a, cheeks, yeah, with a mouthful of, like chewed up chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's funny. No, no way. We wow. have a, a chain going around of, of photos from my nephew. It's like me, and my parents, uh, my aunt and uncle. We're a small family, and obviously my sister in law and brother. And I love the photos, except the ones of my nephew eating when it's like hummus or like sweet potatoes or something like that, and it's just all over this... his face and all over the the spoon and the the high chair and yeah yeah wow <laughs> all right uh so hopefully they're gonna fix that problem so we're not feeding our babies poison yeah no, i think you'd want right, to take yeah. the uh the, the barbed wire out of the applesauce i have a few stories here that are exclusively about hershey and hershey's products Ooh. i do love hershey's products i love milton hershey uh he was uh yeah he was uh he was a good man He'd, he appeared to be if you stayed in the, the hotels right helped out a lot of people uh, Hershey announced that it plans to introduce and relaunch more zero sugar and organic items in fiscal 2021. Uh, the items to, re- to be released are organic Reese's peanut butter cups. How are they doing that? Organic Hershey's special dark. They're putting uh, metal in it, right? Z- <laughs> listen to this. Zero sugar Jolly Rancher hard candy. How do you do that? And zero sugar York peppermint patties. I don't know. I've had zero sugar hard candies before. What do you think of them? They yeah. suck, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with yeah. the organic. Yeah. With the organic stuff, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever uh consciously had like organic chocolate or organic I have. things. I it, don't know. Is there any difference? Again, so the way the you have the impossible burger to a burger, um you would have the the chocolate uh, organic chocolate is actually it's decent. It's not, you know, deep well, rich dark chocolate. Yeah, but organic just means it's it's grown without pesticides yep, and so yep. on, right? So, yeah. but there's some, there's some it. things they do that are sh- that uh, that minimize the sugar, yeah, and things like that. I don't know if that's yeah. within the same vein or not. So my uh, my younger brother has um, he's gone on this really strict diet, and he's you know paying very close attention to sugar intake. He's not really uh, eating any Food. sugars that aren't natural. Uh, he's definitely not eating anything that has any added sugars in it. And so I and I was talking to him about. It. I'm like, I don't. I can't do that, right? Yeah. And so I've tried to adopt some of his diet, but I just I just can't. But what he does, 
to get that um, that sugar fix and the chocolate fixes. He'll take um, sugar and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll take like a like a natural like dark chocolate, yeah. uh, unsweetened, right? right? So like a Ghirardelli that you use for baking or whatever, right? That has no sweetener in it whatsoever. It's got no sugar, and then he'll take that and eat it with a a prune. And mm. the, sh- the the sweetness from the prune brings right. out the sweetness in the chocolate. I tried it, Steve. Yeah. It's not bad, man. You no, know, yeah, we made it of not trying that. We, we made <laughs> these know. we made these treats uh and the base of it were uh were dates to give it the sweetness, the sugar part. And uh-huh. they were really good. Yeah. Um and a little bit of coconut and so on. But here's uh Steve, here's um from Delish, uh which is a, a food website. Uh, said, you may assume that candy and the word organic don't really go hand in hand, but to be properly labeled as an organic food, it must be at least 95% organically produced ingredients. It doesn't mean that the flavor of the chocolate and peanut butter candy you already know and love will be altered at all. Uh, just that you're getting the best ingredients possible. So it should taste exactly the same. Yeah, but I, I did not. <clears throat> I don't know why I didn't. Casey, when you tried the stuff, uh, or has this happened to your brother, did it affect your digestion? Did it make you poop a little bit more? Because I've heard, like, when people go sugar-free... How are your bowel movements? Yeah, how are your BMs? No, when people go sugar-free or they like, they change up their diet, it can mess with that. Totally. Um, well, so he was he was kind of tinkering with his gut biome anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with uh, probiotics, prebiotics, and, he was and all of that stuff. Well, and then, so he had turned me on to this, uh, this mushroom uh, supplement that I was... I actually had to stop taking recently because my <laughs> farts were smelling terrible. Did it change? Like, was that a departure? Is that possible? <laughs> was that a departure? Listen, it, it was so bad that I had to, um, I, I researched it online. I called Dr. Mike about it. And then I just, I was like, you know what? Let me let me do an elimination diet because I was taking Metamucil. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, which has helped with my BMs. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the this probiotic, but although I don't know if it's a probiotic. But either way, I had to eliminate it from my diet to see if it was, uh, if it had a more positive effect right. on my emissions. <laughs> <laughs> and it did, as a matter of fact. You, you, so your BMs are good now. Oh my god! So I sh- the probiotic helped. So didn't you have like a five footer the other day? I had yes, and I don't. That's not because of the probiotic or, or the mushroom that's thing. Because th- you're competing. No, that's because of the metamucil that you turned me on to. Metamucil is wonderful. I have to say, you got a decent amount of fiber in my diet. Yeah. And- what are you guys having these discussions? Because we're around each other all the time. Well, it always happens before you come in yeah. in the morning. We, we take out our poop knives. Yeah. We have a little knife fight. Well, right. no, yeah. Okay. I don't even do the metamucil thing. Was like a one time conversation, and then I showed up to work like two days later, and I had a huge bottle. The Metamucil on my uh, it desk. It makes a difference, and it? I yeah, so I take it every morning with my. And now, now you're like a champion, dude. You're like the goat of turds. When that was happening to me on Saturday morning, uh, and I was creating this five foot uh, monster. Not a monster, a work of art. It was a work of art, but a monster to some, uh, kind of <laughs> like uh, Frankenstein's well, uh, art subjective. A monster to some, <laughs> and a god to others. But when it was happening, I was like, Father. I think I'm creating something amazing right now. Yeah, art. Yes. Yeah. And then when I turned around and looked I down. I shall call it Reginald. <laughs> I couldn't name it after my dog. By the way, <laughs> goat of turds. Yes. I love it. It's I like know, a I, I don't know if it's right? a 
I don't know if it's an album title or a band I, or or just Casey's plaque on his door. It's a Taylor Swift album, Preston. Yeah, Goat of Turds. <laughs> that sounds to me like a Swedish metal band. Yeah, Go, Goat, yes. you know? <laughs> we are Goat of Turds. Yes. <laughs> Do um, you defer to hear? <laughs> right, there are a few people in my life that I feel comfortable sharing those pictures with, and most uh, of Philadelphia. Not most. No, I have not shared it with no, any of Philadelphia, no. okay. but. Preston and Chuck are two, um, and then a couple of other people in my uh, uh, my outside of work life. Are you guys uh, grateful that I don't share it with you? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know you share it with our sister station, the country station. Yeah. yeah. Well, Andy always asks for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, Hershey's releasing uh, organic Reese's peanut butter cups. Now, Hershey's is, uh, Hershey's is also going to be... Uh, raising prices on Hershey's Kisses, mini chocolate bars, and other seasonal candy shaped like holiday items during the 2021 holiday season. Are we still in a bit of a chocolate deficit? Uh, they said, according to the company, this is the first time they'll be raising prices on holiday items since 2014. They have not specified how much the prices will increase. I wouldn't doubt it. There's all kinds of things that have been affected by COVID. Right. And uh, the reason that uh, prices are going up. By so, the way, Preston, Bill Burns just came over here and asked me to send him a picture of my... Uh, oh, please do. I swear to God. That's so funny. Bill yeah, Burns. You share a birthday. Well, <laughs> we do. Yeah. You're absolutely... You can, use that, on, you can use that on sales calls. <laughs> All right, and another thing, Hershey's is seeking, or they're seeing strong demand for its chocolates and seasonal candies as people are cooped up inside their homes, obviously, searching for every small occasion to celebrate. Uh, CEO Michelle Buck had said, uh, well, one notable example, let me start with this. One notable example has a trend that Hershey spotted that uh, that as coronavirus cases Spiked around the country, demands for s'mores ingredients would rise. S'mores has been huge. Hershey said in uh, chocolate sales uh, that they uh, chocolate sales were forty to fifty percent higher in areas with an increased number of COVID nineteen cases than areas that were lower. Did you also have you noticed that things that are just s'mores flavored as well? I was reading an article, it, it, even not just the fixins for s'mores, but like s'mores cereal. And s'mores, you know, bars and things of that nature. There, there's been a, a massive reappreciation of the s'more. Well, uh, my son developed a new s'more. Now, I don't think that he's the only one who's ever done this, but I do appreciate <laughs> and love the name that he came up with. And we love camping. We love going out and doing it. And I, he's, he's given me permission right. to reveal to this on right. the air. Yeah, so um, they are called s'moreos. S'moreos. And what you do is you take uh, two Oreos. Yeah. Now, what would really work great is if, mm. if they made a larger cookie wafer of of Oreos, uh, just the, the wafer. But all you have to do is is uh, unscrew an Oreo. Right. Take them apart. And sandblast then, it. Uh, no, no, right. no sandblasting required. Uh, take your traditional um, uh, s'mores uh, ingredients and then put them in between. You're talking about the chocolate and the marshmallow. Chocolate, oh. marshmallow. And graham cracker. Uh, no. You have removed graham cracker entirely you from the equation. The Oreo is the graham cracker replacement. It is, and it is delicious. Now, oh, I know okay. there are a lot of variations when it comes to s'mores, and uh, some people will use, like, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I think yeah. those are great. Lobster. Uh, no, I've never seen that, Okay, and I've been to Maine. <laughs> but uh, these s'moreos uh, were a Ben invention last summer, and I love them, and I uh, would like to try them again. Yeah. I think that is actually wonderful. We're looking at it, what appears to be a plate of s'moreos, so someone else has gotten to this as well, but I think... Uh, yeah, it's not, like, revolutionary, no. But, but it's, uh, I think I it's pr- pretty brilliant. I've never heard the name before, and he came up with that name. Smorios. Smorios. Yeah. I love it. And um, so this, uh, but I, I I can't eliminate the graham cracker because from the Oreos. Because you're 
No, oh. I just love graham crackers so much. Graham crackers uh, are great. But I, I would put I would put all of that in the middle of my Oreo. Okay, I mean, of my smorio. Do you use honey graham crackers? Of course I do. They're the best. Of course I do. Hey, they also so, have cinnamon ones that are pretty good. Oh, those yeah. are oh, good. Yeah. I like they those. Do you put those in milk? Do I... you dip in the milk, or do you just simply eat the crackers as you're drinking the milk? Uh, they can crumble pretty quickly. They mm. they they take on the milk very very quick. So it's just a little little dab, a little quick. I agree. That's about as far milk. as I go. I I won't go fingers deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I tell you guys about the Oreo? Or I'm sorry, not the Oreo. The s'more pies that I made uh, for my children the other day. Did I, I tell so. you about my s'more pies? Uh, no. Was this a recent invention? Uh, well, you so you make it in the air fryer. Um, you don't have to, but I did. And so, Press, you know those little graham cracker pie crusts? They're tiny, like this mm-hmm. palm of your hand. Yeah, for like a little, making a little shortcake or something like yeah. that, yeah. Mm. Uh, so you take that, and then you take some chocolate chips. Actually, and... a shortcake would be a sponge cake. Sorry about that. I That's misspoke. Right. But, but for a tiny pie, yeah. Uh, chocolate chips with a, a dab of uh, butter and a splash of milk. You melt that all, and then you put it into the pie, and then you let that cool off in the fridge for about an hour. Then you take it out of the fridge, throw marshmallows on top, stick it in the air fryer for about 10 minutes, and there you go. You got a s'more pie, and it's delicious. Interesting. Uh, Don't go... Don't go heavy on the chocolate, though. Don't, let's not forget that last week we had uh, pants and pancakes. Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. Uh, we had yep. your super-duper pancakes. So uh, I think that this is something interesting. Well, why don't you make it for us? Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I can bring the air fryer in. I'll do totally it. do that. But, like, dude. Hot t- pants. <laughs> panties and sport. And s'mores. Yes. <laughs> now Marissa and Kathy Panties and s'more pies. <laughs> well, panties so, and pies. Panties and pies. Done it. Done. Through Instagram and TikTok, these little things are, are like, slowly making their way into my life. So that's where I learned about that pancake in the rice cooker. That's where I learned about the s'more pie. My daughter ended up, my daughter uh, ended up making um, this feta cheese with uh, cherry tomatoes oh, yeah. in bow tie pasta. Like, all she did was she just took these tomatoes, cut them up a little bit, threw a little um, olive oil on it, and then stuck a block of feta cheese, stuck it in the oven for a half hour or whatever. And then left the house. And then she left the house, and thank God I was there, Steve, because I was able to turn the oven off. But I, was, that, that sounds good, too. She found I tell her, you what, though, I would be I, I just would find myself naturally reticent to eat anything that was revealed on TikTok, considering that was the home of the Tide Pod Challenge. Yeah, I know. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's where it's But she's finding these things that my wife is finding these things, and then they, they send find. them. There are things to find, Steve, on TikTok. I, yeah. I made Pinterest one. Pinterest has a lot of cool love, uh, little recipes for things like that, too. I made a TikTok-type video for uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, really? Okay. I, I have to finish it up. Oh. You guys are going to be so grossed out. It was um, a lasagna with Elio's Pizza. As the layers. oh yeah, you were telling me about this. How did it turn out? Uh, it actually was pretty good. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it was you surprisingly. Okay. It's kind of bitching. Yeah. Kind of blew me away. Well, I was with my pod watching the game, and That's everyone was looking stacks. at it and how gross it was. But then they tried it. Marissa's right. This guy crazy. So it was Elio's pizza, and then uh, the layers where like the cheese would be were um, Kraft mac and cheese and spaghettios. Okay, oh, man, I'm gonna do that with Emos. I'm gonna do that with Emos pizza. Ooh. That's perfect because it's thin. Yeah, you, you and, still and have you Emos? Could, yeah, I do. I, I feel them. I could layer them like yeah. that. All right, you're welcome. Not a bad How idea. How many did your buddy you. Steve send to you? Four. Okay, and you sent me four. Yeah, <laughs> so I eight all together oh, for those yeah. who are playing along at home. <laughs> By the way, let me go back to this. Uh, the CEO of Hershey's, uh, Michelle Buck, said uh, this past year we noticed that wherever COVID cases counts were elevated, we were seeing increased sales of s'mores ingredients. 
And then we were more able to use the case count trajectory as a foreshadow of where we Hmm. should focus some of those efforts and build displays and put media in those markets. Almost seems like it would be a wise move for Hershey's to promote COVID in the buying public to sell more s'mores. Mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see. I don't know. Just sorry. Okay, all right. Let me see what else we have. <laughs> Nick had pulled something up. It was dirty and... Uh, uh, is it a flashlight? No, well, yes. I pulled up my flashlight. <laughs> Who wants to go ahead? PF Change is celebrating the, new, uh, the Lunar New Year with special menu items and seasonal experiences through March 30th. They are offering two exclusive menu items. The Fire and Ice Dessert... And the Red Lantern Cocktail, which is a returning item. They have good cocktails at uh, at P.F. Chang's. I don't really go to P.F. Chang's. I know a lot of people love it. Oh, man. we There was a stretch where the family and you I... You were Changers? We were Changing all the time. <laughs> That's what we used to call bong hits. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. We were pulling Changers. Uh, but, yeah, dude, it, it was like a go-to family yeah, place. Yeah. We, we love going there. I think... I, it's, it's about as Americanized Asian food as you can mm-hmm. get. But yeah. the thing about Americanized Asian food... Is it taste really good? Yes. You know? Well, they there's a sesame chicken that they have that I love. Oh, the lettuce wraps I could eat all day long. I know, I know. The menus I could lick like crazy. <laughs> uh, the cocktail is made with uh, Reka uh, Vodka, uh, Salerno liqueur, blood orange, pineapple, and lemon, while the fire and ice dessert is bread pudding mm. and vanilla ice cream inside of a chocolate shell that is served flaming mm. in a table-side display. Ooh, that sounds awesome. I like my desserts flaming. <laughs> uh, other holiday menu items include Korean uh, bulgogi lettuce wraps. Bulgogi, that's fun to say. Miso butter lobster dumpling, dumplings, Peking duck, and the Rising Dragon cocktail mm. will also be on the menu. I can taste the bulgogi. I usually leave that place feeling 10 pounds heavier because we just we usually order, you know... It's, it's like family style, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, we, we just we just get tons of stuff on the table. And Extra bulgogi, and you're just just down in it, and and it's uh, I feel you know you know the place you know, terrible when I leave there because of do you ever go to a place I've been and not realize it's family style eating? I've ever been a place yeah, and yeah, not realize yeah. It's I, what was style the, like the Buca de Beppo? Like, yeah, I think I did a Buca de Beppo and or a similar place, and I went, my wife and I, and I'm ordering, I'm ordering the food, and I ordered. Oh, yeah. Family right. spaghetti bolognese. That was just going to be for you. Family yep. salad. And they're bringing out these <laughs> servings. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, you, you, I told you the story about when I was at the Eagles game and right. I was in a suite and I had no idea that I was ordering. I thought I was ordering like, you know, one order of wings. No, I was ordering wings for the entire suite. <laughs> and and a chafing dish. And, yes. <laughs> and like, I get this bill. Yeah. And it was like $1,000. I was like, I... No. I didn't mean no. to do that. How much for one wing? Yeah. Oh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> uh yeah, that that is a, that's an eye opener when uh, I mean I it was just an insane amount of food. Yeah. There's a restaurant in Stone Harbor called The Reeds and inside The Reeds is there's like three or four different restaurants. Right. And so we ate outside one night and I it's a it's a different way to order there and it's all tapas. And so, mm-hmm. like, so you you're not ordering one thing for yourself. You're ordering it for the entire table. Which Can I go there with you? And we you, did, yeah. You so we did, uh, right before uh, Keenan's one year. Yeah. yeah. So this time, and like we that. ate inside. And that's that not tapas, right? That's not no. Okay. That's like a normal restaurant experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But if you were to go outside and eat alongside the bay, 
It's a different. Mm. Uh, it's a different restaurant, and it's Watch a different. The tide roll away. Yes, <laughs> going right. to a tapas restaurant when you're really hungry <clears throat> can be deceiving. Uh huh. Because you're like, there's no way I'm ever going to get satisfied with these itty bitty little plates. Yeah. And then an hour later, they're you're pumping your crawling stomach, crawling to, to, <laughs> to move. What's up, uh, um, Marissa? What's um. Uh, Garces's tapas restaurant, the first one that he ever had. Uh, it's called Tinto. Tinto. But um, that's actually... where I went and yeah. I was starving and thought uh, there's never going to be enough food. Dear God, kill me. And it was it, at the Please end. Kill me. That's where I was. Yes, that's it. It was Tinto. Yeah. They just changed though. It's n- it's now a uh, wine. Not wine bar, but like a wine store. Wine tour. Oh, and okay. And it's going to be like a little, uh, well, I guess I'll have like small plates in the back starting soon. Yeah, Garth still have always... the, uh, the, the keys hanging yeah. up? Okay, I yeah. thought yeah, it was yeah, cool yeah, decor, yeah. yeah. His restaurants evolve and change over time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, those are some new items that you will find for the Lunar New Year uh, at P.F. Chang's. Are we wearing the official Lunar New Year now? I don't know. Um, you know what, Steve, I don't know. Uh, it says here, wait, uh, it says uh, seasonal items experiences through March 30th. So, yeah, it's okay. quite possible. Uh, in honor of National Pizza Day. I wish I had more <laughs> information for you on that. Uh, all right, something for Valentine's Day. Uh, heart yes, sh- we need some Valentine's. box, chocolates. Uh, won't just cut it for some people on Valentine's Day. So Bud Light is selling a heart-shaped box suited for <laughs> beer. <laughs> like oh, a suitcase that's shaped in a, in a heart? Not a suitcase. Well, the box okay. comes with slots for 12 cans of beer and is available on Anheuser-Busch's website. Uh, gift shop page for 30 bucks. although the box doesn't actually include any beer in it. Oh, come on. You still have to be 21 or older to Rip order. Um, <laughs> there are uh, only a limited number of boxes available, so you can order them through February 10th. When was the last time you actually purchased a heart-shaped box of candy? Oh, every single year. Do I have you? kids, though, so I have to. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I, uh, I'll, I'll get, like, the Godiva's and things from my wife, but I don't, they don't come in heart-shaped boxes, no. you know? Marissa, when did you make the, um, was it for Valentine's Day, the bouquet? The pickle the bouquet. The pickle bouquet, yes. yeah. Those was that last year? best things ever. Yes, because I still have a bunch of those jars of pickled stuff sitting in my fridge. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Because, I, you know, you buy, like, you, you switch it up so you'd have like sprigs of dill pickles and gherkins and yep. olives and all. And it was so cool. She, I she saw made, it. Made this display of nothing but pickles or pickled things, uh, and I loved it. That was one of my all-time favorite <laughs> there... Valentine's Day gifts ever. Are you uh, are you getting? I mean, obviously, we talk about the things that you know. I'm definitely going to be getting uh, the flowers for Claire, and I'm going to be getting the the, the Stephen Singer stuff, and I'm going to get. Some other things because it is our anniversary. Anything creative that you're doing? Or, I now, mean, we, Rochelle and I decided a few years ago. Let's listen. Uh, we'll get the the standard stuff, and that's nice. There are other there are birthdays and anniversaries and other things that we do that we step it up a bit. But uh, you know, flowers, candy, the Stephen Singer, uh, I mean, Gold Rose, and that's you give good. her the D. Yeah, you give her the D. <laughs> I get the P, she gets the D. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, you know, to be honest, it's since it's our anniversary. We, 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 I can't get that image We do play it low-key. We, I mean, we have a couple of things. And her birthday's in April, too. So right. we just came off the holidays. Yeah. And and so I, I you know I I do something nice and she makes she makes me chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Uh, and it's our thing. It, it we, you don't want it to overpower just as you're coming off, you know, the the big to do for the uh, for Christmas and then again in just a little while we'll be up on a birthday so I save it for that. Yeah, the the creativity, the the kind of taking it to yeah. another level. Yeah. I don't I don't do a Valentine's Day, but we do obviously, you know, dinner. celebrate. Yeah, you yeah. have dinner. Yeah, dinner. Yeah. You have the D. A yeah. card or a simple note goes a long way. 
Yeah. yeah. Just throwing it out there. Just, just, and just write it down on a piece of scrap paper. That's from a woman. Say I love you. On a piece of scrap paper? Sure, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah on, on a piece a of toilet paper, write it in yeah. poop with your finger. No, a post-it <laughs> note, anything. Just a sweet little note. goes a long way. Yep. It does. It that's does. True. All right, uh, that's it. That's all the food that's we're going to talk about. Yep, sorry. Order that's it for this minute. We may have one before I, I think there probably will be... A lot of a lot of uh, Valentine's related food stories come out leading up to the date, so chances are we'll probably head back into the kitchen at another time. And take advantage of those pizza deals this week. Yeah. For anyone counting, the date is this Sunday. By the way, that okay. is correct. That <laughs> is correct. All right, let's take a break. Come back in just a moment. You know, with all this food talk, Ruby Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, loads and loads of food for us this morning and loads and loads of giveaways for you this morning. So I have a $50 gift card for Ruby Tuesdays. I love Ruby Tuesdays. And I'm also going to set you up with a digital rental of Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. By the way, visit the Ruby Tuesdays location in Plymouth Meeting for their new signature sandwich lineup, including a hot honey and bacon sandwich and mini-me smokehouse burger. Uh, and you can visit on Tuesdays when the sandwiches are $5 and catch Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar, uh, February 12th, wherever you rent movies. And I already for- forgot. Did I give another co- number caller? No, I did not. Caller 20 then. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take care of you. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com, our mobile app, your smart speaker, and now at Radio.com. Don't forget, we have a chance for you to uh, win with um, our Worst Dating Fails contest is taking place. Chance to win 500 bucks. Nice. And so it's easy to enter. You just go to WMMR.com and uh, click on Contest, and you will find it. So here's an example of uh, what type of fail we're looking for. All right. So here's one that's from Scott. In South Jersey, he said he once had a date on eHarmony with a beautiful and elegant woman. She was a foreigner, which intrigued me. About a half hour into this date, she informed me that her young husband had died four weeks ago, and she began to weep. I felt horrible for her, but could not understand why she began dating so soon. I consoled her for a little while and suggested she needed time to mourn. Was I wrong in not waiting or not wanting a second date? So she was four weeks out of her husband dying, and she was already going on a date. That seems a little close and a little bit in the lacking mourning department. So it weirded him out, and that's a dating fail. So that's, uh, you know, a contender, and we want to hear your story. It's sponsored by Tubi, a free streaming service. Download the Tubi app now. That's T-U-B-I, and start watching for free right now. Um, The winner will be announced on Friday when is the deadline on this? That's the only thing I don't know. Get it in uh, soon, okay? Get it in as soon as you can. It doesn't say on there. Thursday afternoon, it says on the website. Okay, okay cool. cool. Excellent. What were you going to say, Kate? No, I was just going to say my wife and I have an agreement. Um, no, it's actually her agreement that uh, I have to wait at least a year. I, you know, so this whole for dating? Yeah. Okay. I mean, currently while she's still alive? Or, no, no, uh, I have to wait for her to get Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. In a year, you can start dating other women. <laughs> dating. What about, uh, what about giving your D to some yeah. <laughs> Give me your D to some P. Um, you know, we haven't discussed that yet. Okay, all right. I think that's probably a year as well. All right. Uh, Concurrently hey. or back-to-back? No, currently. Concurrently. Okay. Concurrently. Concurrently, yeah. Hey, I would like to do a butt plug, if you okay. would, for a charity. Uh, Nick, I believe I sent you this information yesterday. It was an email that I got from Michelle Gifroy Rossi. 
Uh, she says, hey, President Steve, longtime listener of WMMR each day. Do we have the, the butt plug intro? Yeah, have, I wasn't sure. It's been a while since yeah, we played the Yeah, it's been a while, and I usually don't do a, um, a full-on plug of the butt. Let's do that. Here we go. Beautiful. Butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Here's some butt plugs loaded up with deets and info, man. Charities can email us and we'll do what we can with a butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Yeah! All right, so longtime listener of WMMR each day right after I make my coffee, I say, Alexa, please play 93.3 WMMR, and it stays on all day. That's awesome. Uh, you've been our company and the soundtrack throughout the pandemic. I volunteer for a nonprofit organization called the Joy of Socks. I love that name. Yeah, it's great. Whoa. Play off of the Joy of Sex. Yeah whose mission is to provide new socks for those experiencing homelessness. And I hope you'll tell your listeners about the All You Need Is Love and Socks campaign that the Joy of Socks is running from February 7th through February 15th. So a few days left on that. Um, It is virtually, and there is a link, and I sent the information over to Nick, and it is up on the community page of PrestonandSteve.com. And she says that they expect to reach the milestone of having distributed a half million pairs of new socks. They're headquartered in Radnor, by the way. That's great. That's such um, a great thing. I agree. Socks, so. honestly, you, you you sometimes get flippant about the importance, you know. But I mean, if you're oh yeah, you're outside, or you're Dude, living on the street. Huge difference between wearing just shoes and socks and shoes. Right, right. As far as uh, staying warm and so on. So yeah. uh, I think that's a great organization. Want to pass that information along? It's available on our website if you want to see that. There has been your butt plug. Hey, we have uh, we have some audio, uh, various pieces of audio to play this morning. Yes, um, some of them just kind of uh, little bits and pieces. You want to? Why they're almost the, uh, odds and ends? They are odds and ends. Odds and Audio. We can it's play. Time to check in with the proprietor, Preston Elliott, and see what kind of audio he has for us today. Uh, this is a new aspect of the feature. Yeah, so we're going to go with uh, a really cool audio clip, and it's a video that was on Instagram. Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill. They're doing the next Jurassic Park movie together. They are, and, and over the past several months, they've been they've been releasing little pieces of video of the two of them together, usually playing piano and hanging out or just having weird little discussions. They clearly enjoy each other's company. They, I love these two guys together. They're cracking I, each other up. I, I want to be friends with these guys. Yeah. They seem like they're so much fun. And uh, so they're sitting at this piano, and Sam Neill's got a ukulele. Yeah. And they decide they're going to play an Everly Brothers song, and they go through this fun little discussion of who the Everly Brothers are. Right. I don't know how much of this you have, Steve. Is it's this just basically singing? the song, but it's uh, you'll but, recognize it. But Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is so original in yeah. his personality. Yes. Like, there's nobody like this guy. There's no one in just the way he carries his cadence. His speech yeah. pattern. All of it, the words he chooses to use, yeah, the, his 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 body language, all of it, and Sam Neill is just kind of a, he's, he seems like a bit of a like, shy guy, like an every guy, yeah, yeah, and and he's just kind of taking in Jeff Goldblum, yeah. and laughing. He probably at gets him. a kick out of Jeff Goldblum the same way but we do. Sam, Sam Neill is dry, yeah. is dry and funny as well. Yeah, yeah. I told yeah. you guys that my friend's sister dated Jeff Goldblum for a little while. What? You may have. I don't remember that story. Though. Yeah, a guy was in my wedding. His uh, yeah, I guess he lived in New York City, and uh, Goldblum is a or has been. I think he might be married now. Uh, a ladies' man, yeah. believe it or not, he yeah. worked his way through a lot of women. 
Yeah, big time. All right, so this is them uh, singing together. Here we go. There goes Sam Neill. By the way, they're just working the song out. Yes, they've, right. they've never played it before. They're looking oh. at sheet music, mm-hmm. and, and he's uh, Sam is kind of picking out the chords as they go. There along, so. goes Sam He's with somebody new. She sure looked blue. She looked so pretty. I should feel blue. I feel so blue. She was my baby. Yeah. No, no. Baby was my... Yeah. She she was my baby. Till he stepped in. I I stepped in. Goodbye to romance. That might have been. Bye-bye. Oh, good. Bye bye happiness. happiness. Yeah. Hello, loneliness. I think I'm gonna cry. This is it's a shambles. Oh, no, it's good. I love it. Those guys, and you know, like uh, when um, um, uh, it was Mel Brooks and passed away recently. Uh, 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 Carl Reiner and Carl Reiner yeah, were together. Yeah. Great. Like, you want to hang out with those guys? Well, the, that's a real you know I mean? that's a real friendship where they yeah. really enjoy each other's company and just start laughing. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, and that's uh, these guys clearly have that. But I mean, stop and think about how many years they've been a part of the same uh, pop culture circle with oh, the yeah. Jurassic Park yeah. world. Yeah, when did the first Jurassic Park came out? In uh, 97? 97? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 93. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, I remember reading the book, uh, finishing it halfway, going to see the movie, and then finishing the book. Um, God, they've been together for almost 30 years. It was the first the same thing. movie date uh, with my wife. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. And she was terrified because I was, you know, the legend was I would go nuts if people were talking in the theater. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I did not. And, uh, yes, yeah, so these guys have been, you know, all that time. And now they're making this new movie with the, so it's the blending of the old, uh, you know, with the original cast and the uh, Chris Pratt and all that other stuff. You know who's doing the music is uh, Michael Giacchino. Yeah, that's hey. right. It's excellent. Might be a reason to talk to him sometime mm-hmm. in the near future. Get his buddies on with us. Uh, all right, so we have a clip of something from a YouTube show called Bongs and Banjos. <laughs> this I don't is know be- anything about this. I just see this written here, and that's it. It's becoming very popular. This guy yeah. named Jacob hosts his YouTube show, and what he does is he takes a hit off of a bong mm-hmm. and oh. will occasionally describe what type of pot he's smoking yep. and then we'll play some well-known banjo song oh okay so we have him in the first clip he's sort of introing himself and what he does all right here we go all right what's up everybody welcome to bongs and banjos my name is jacob i'm gonna play the ba- i'm gonna i'm gonna take a bong hit I'm going to play the banjo. <laughs> On today's episode, we have Motor Breath testing in at about 30% THC, a very strong indica, and I like it a lot. Okay. All right. So we don't have audio of him taking the hit? Uh, oh, here we, it is. Yeah, yeah, next clip. All right. Uh, or no. Yeah, he play, He takes a hit and he plays uh, Foggy Mountain Breakdown. Okay, here we go. The banjo tune that we're going to be playing is Foggy Mountain Breakdown. And I hope to make the song a little bit more foggy, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. Cheers. Oh, man. I haven't heard that sound in a long time. Ah. <laughs> 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 
I love it. Bongs and banjos, and it's uh, it's got a big uh, viewership on YouTube. No kidding. And the dude, the dude can play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, clearly. He should play the theme song to uh, Odds and Ends. Yeah. yeah. It'd be easy segment. for him, man. Uh, yeah, just kind of <laughs> do it with his eyes closed. A little meandering piece. All right, what else do we have here? We have Tiffany Haddish um, apparently didn't understand what vamp means. So oh, she was really? doing a, it was a charity um, f- uh, thing. So it was for small business. It was actually um, broadcast Verizon had uh, set it up. It was after the Super Bowl, and it was a concert. They had all these different artists, including her, you know, and and a couple of others who were going to perform. And so she's in her earpiece. She's there. She got a, a like a, a nut gown on. She looked lovely, and she's hosting the thing. And they're telling her in the earpiece to vamp. And so uh, she doesn't quite get what's going on because oh, no. they're waiting for her to come. To she come. didn't think like vampires. She didn't go like blah, blah, she might, she might just mention that. Yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right, here we go. From the beginning, when I saw her kill it on the BET Awards, she, what the f*** does vamp mean, yo? <laughs> now, they asked me to vamp. I don't know what vamp means. To me, vamp means be a vampire and or vampirate. Like, slowly disappear, but let's continue on. Evaporate. Please welcome Grammy Award-winning superstar and someone I consider a friend, her. Oh, you want more vamp? They need more vamp, so hold up on her. (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Before we go on, I got to double back uh, from something I said earlier. People thought that I indicated that Mel Brooks was dead. No. Carl Reiner is dead, not Mel Brooks. I said Mel Brooks and... He's dead. And then yeah. Steve went, oh, Carl Reiner. Right. I wasn't saying Mel Brooks was dead. You were, yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> a lot of people was... having seizures. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mel Brooks isn't dead. Or yeah. Mel Brooks is dead? No, he's not dead. Uh, all right. And then uh, Tiffany talks about uh, trouble int- introing her. Yeah. And yeah so she's try- still trying to intro her for- okay. to perform and still oh, not for- getting the vamp concept. Trying to vamp. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Don't, what did you turn the lights? I don't know. Y'all got to communicate with me in proper English, okay? Because I'm not They in my ear. I'm going to tell I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all, okay? They want me to read. They, then I'm bringing up my homegirl. Her, her is super good. Now, they say they, I don't know. Okay. She's getting all confused Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Because she's, she's hearing them in the earpiece, uh-huh. and she's trying to perform out to the audience. Yep. Now, they say they, I don't know. Okay, all right then. So please welcome Grammy Award winning superstar <laughs> and someone I consider a friend, her. So with that, she had ended up vamping because she, yeah, was, she, did, yeah. she was talking about vamping. It's just killing some time. Right. That's all you got to do. It's you gotta, like you gotta uh, talk a little bit longer. Bill O'Reilly didn't know what play us out meant. Right. And uh, had that big seizure on air. You would think you would hear something like that being in the entertainment business yeah, for yeah. as long. But I guess you don't sometimes. Tiffany like handled that. it a little bit better. <laughs> uh, she, she didn't wig out completely. She no. didn't rip her head off. She was confused. <laughs> it is embarrassing, though, when you have to admit that you don't know what someone is saying. Right, right, what, yeah. What, what word they're using. And maybe you try to pawn it off for a second or so and then you realize okay i can't just brush this off and i can't I, read it there's, yeah. no, there's no words on it and i now need to acknowledge the fact that i don't know what that word was that you just said and probably everybody knows what that word is but me and well, i feel- <laughs> and now i feel really stupid i know so. yeah and you know once you do once you get comfortable doing it it's going to be a lot easier cuz you can't know every word you can't know everything so yeah. and sometimes you can figure out a word just by the way it's used in a sentence. Yes. You're like, I, all right, if if you just asked me what that word was, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. But when you put it in that sentence, I can, 
maybe figure out what you mean. Well, like vamp. If you said just if she's she's um she's not ready at vamp. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, they probably get... just said we need you to vamp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like vamp. I don't know. I was in an interview and I forgot who was conducting the interview with Paul McCartney one time, and and the interviewer used a, a word that he didn't understand. He just goes, "I don't even know what that means." <laughs> <laughs> like that's how you handle yeah. it. I don't even uh, know what that means. Speaking of vamp, what is the? Can you check up what the what the derivation of vamp is? Sure. It's a good point. I've yeah. heard it for years, and I don't know what it comes from. It's got to be short for something, I would think. <laughs> I doubt it's vampire. No. Yeah. Um, so Nick is going to look up entomology of vamp. Etymology. No, etymology, not, sorry. Not the, uh, in a insect trees. <laughs> entomology. Uh, old French meaning um, denoting the foot of a stocking, shortened from avant pied, which is uh, avant means before, and p or pa means foot, so uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. Oh, come on. Now. Well, I wonder listen, why she was confused. You guys have been watching that uh, History of Curse Words with Nick Cage on, on Netflix? I, I watched one episode of it. I watched the F word one. It's really, I love it because it's uh, Nick Cage is being Nick Cage uh, in every way you would want and expect him to be, but it also uh, breaks down the etymology of these words. And um, you could do a history of words, of, of any of these words, and, and see how they've evolved over the years. It's just more interesting because it's these curse words. But this, you know, there's a word that, you know, originated in the 13th century that it sounds nothing like it sounds now. And vamp is an example of that. By the way, speaking of that episode with the F word, did you hear? Did you catch when he used uh, "f it"? We'll do it live. Yes, yeah. I did. He referenced yeah. directly the Bill O'Reilly thing. We'll do it live. It. <laughs> yeah, there's really good pop culture references in there, and uh, he's the perfect host for it. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a fun show. All right, uh, let me see. I think we might have some other audio up here on the shelf up high. Let me see if I can reach that and bring it down for you. Uh, yeah, we have uh, clips from uh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Who's on the Tonight Show, because I'm not going to include this in music news, so we can use this here. I mean, you got a whole bunch of stuff, but the, uh, so he was on the Tonight Show. He's talking about the initial excitement over what 2020 was going to be, because it was an anniversary year for the band. Oh, okay. Here we go. And we knew, we were like, 2020 is going to be the best year our band has ever Ever ha- We're like, it's our 25th anniversary. It's our 10th record. We're going to tour the world. There's like stadiums and like, and so let's make a party record. Yeah. We'll make these songs that have like groove and they're going to make people bounce and it's going to be the stadiums and festivals are going to blow. And then everyone would just. Yeah. Like that's why it's got a little bit more rhythmic uh, feel to it. I guess they wanted to celebrate it with a party-type atmosphere. And it makes sense if you hear it in that context. Yeah. And then he apparently had an ongoing, very sort of humorous email relationship with David Bowie. Okay, here we go. He was an incredible guy. And we wound up having these really funny email exchanges just out of the blue. Like, he would email me in June and say, well, Happy New Year. And I'd be like, What? So then we go back and forth, and I'd say, drink someday, yes? And he'd immediately email back and say, um, I will, thanks. And I'm like, I, can't, I couldn't tell, <laughs> you know. I'd say, oh, like, he's on a health kick. I'm like, nuts and muffins? And he'd email back and say, those are my attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty damn cool. With David Bowie. Have a playful thing with a legend like that. And he talks, this is interesting, Preston, he talks about the difficulty of being a drummer and singing. Okay, here we go. I knew you as a drummer. What, don't you think you should do a Don Henley move? And that's the lead singer who plays the drums? First of all, only Don Henley could do Don Henley. Like, listen, the hardest part is the mic stand. 
I gotta be honest. Like you've either got the one that comes up and around like this <laughs> no, no, no. thing, like you've got the you've got the one the McDonald's mic. Like it's it's practically impossible. There aren't too many people that could really pull that off. I know what he's talking about. He's talking about the gooseneck. Uh, uh, so yeah, I I had tried singing backup vocals right. while while playing in a couple of bands and. The hardest part is because where your arms are and, and the movement you have to do when you're playing drums. And so you can have just a stand that's up to your left side. Yeah. And you have to turn your head sideways in order to play and sing. And that's what Henley does, right? Um, I believe yeah. so, yeah. Now, what I would do was um, the boom, a boom stand, which would I could swing back and forth uh, to come around the mic here. Or you can have one that comes over the top with a gooseneck on it. Okay. I think I would do that. Um. Or you can wear a headset. Yeah, the only thing about wearing a headset is you don't get mic control out of that. And we know how mic control is. Like right now, I'm yeah. further away from the microphone for a specific kind of effect I want to get. Or if Sing I want to chocolate get, rain. Or if I want to get quieter and get in yeah. tight to the mic, you get a different feel for it. But with a mic um, on a uh, on a headset, that's why you don't see many singers doing that. Right. It would certainly be more convenient for them to do it. Yeah, they use it on Broadway all the time, but that's because they have to. Yeah, but to get mic control for a really good singer, they know when yeah. to back away from the microphone and when to get on top of it. So that's why it is kind of tough for drummers. They, to use they were going to set us headset. up with those headsets here, and yep. it was kind of the the thing. And 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 I I didn't like that idea exactly for that reason. I like to be able to step away from the mic, mm-hmm. be off when um, I'm you know Regis uh, videotaping yeah. Hulk having sex. Yeah, it's got to sound a little. A little bit off mic is uh, Don Henley the best singer that was also a drummer. I'm trying to think of other. And then Phil Collins. Collins. Yeah, um, there's not that many. There, there are great backup singers like Carter Beaufort sings backup yeah. for Dave Matthews Matt- Band. These really high harmonies that he does. Yeah, Matt Cameron will sing on uh, for Pearl Jam as well. Um, but I'm just thinking like pure singers. I'd say as as far as being uh, a great vocalist and being a drummer too. Uh, Karen Carpenter was one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Um, and Don Henley would have to be one of them as well because just the quality, just yeah. the uh, ability to sing. Um, yeah. And Phil Collins is amazing. Absolutely amazing. At, at the, but but I'd say Don probably ranks a bit above Phil as far as being great vocalists yeah. go. So, I mean, and it's, it's apples and oranges, yeah. man. It's, you, you know, it's, it's hard to compare well, something like that. And when Phil Collins does, would, would break into a, like a, like a massive drum solo, you notice he's not singing. Right. Because you'd have a seizure. Oh, and Phil's a much better drummer yeah. than Don Henley. Without question. Right. Way better. And, and Don wasn't terrible. He was just kind of not that interesting. Phil did interesting stuff. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's an interesting comparison. But I've never seen either one of those guys live. I've never seen Phil Collins or Don Henley. I have. I, yeah, I've I, seen the Genesis a number of times. I uh, missed that on the Eagles a few years ago before Glenn Fry passed away, and I, I, that's a regret. I, I really wish I'd gone and seen them. What Probably, I, I ranked it as, as my greatest concert experience ever, was uh, the Eagles, when they first got back together, the Hell Freezes Over tour, yeah. Because I had never heard harmonies like that live before. Was it a stadium show? Yeah. Okay. And it was just... No, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't. It was like a shed. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, to hear those harmonies huh. was just mind-boggling. The fact that they were that That's what inspired perfect. you to put together the River Valley Vocal Band. <laughs> well, you know, was... Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, mean, I mean, the stuff that we were trying. Now, we were very good, but I, we were not that good. I wanted to emulate that, but, you know, you, can, you can't... <laughs> You can't top perfection, right. but we came pretty close. <laughs> Our rendition of, uh, <laughs> do we have that? <laughs> if you want to hear the sublime, yeah, uh, you got to listen to it. Our, our, and we, our vocal coach was, uh, 
uh, Justin Gorini. Yeah. Sensational. He uh, he actually wanted to kill himself after that. Uh, <laughs> what are you looking for, Press? I was just going to see if there's any other audio that we didn't get a chance to get to. In the no, press. that you, we we got through. Oh, oh, there might be some older no, stuff, from like a few days ago. Like uh, what was that? Oh, we did the Lego album track. Yes. Already. Um, oh, so, you know, I'm sorry, Levon Helm. That's a good one. I just it occurred to me. He's a good oh, singer. Oh yes, you know, yes. yes, yep. Anyway, sorry. And uh, there was another one I'm leaving out um, that I was... Well, Dave Grohl you yeah. know, is great. But, but he's usually not playing drums when yeah, he's... I, it's, right. In fact, I don't think that I've ever seen him uh, play and sing at the same time. So, I don't know. Um, there was a band called Cowboy Mouth where the guy was... Uh, <laughs> really? The drummer was the lead singer. Do you remember that? No. Cowboy Mouth? Jenny says, turn up the radio. We played that yes. at DRE, remember? I remember that, that song. And maybe, maybe Y100, I'm not sure. This list has... Um... Mickey Dolans. Mickey Dolans like was, a, was a was yeah. a yeah. he had a great voice. We had him on the show. He's very cool. Yeah, Case, can you do me a favor? Well, after you look for that, uh, yeah. we had a song from uh, the Monkees uh, called um, Pete's Sake for Pete's Sake. Nope, nope. It was um, oh, I'm going down. Might have been going down or I'm going down. Okay. Oh yeah. And yeah, we yeah. played a little bit of it when we had uh, Mickey on. Yeah. Uh, because his his singing in that was pretty damn awesome. So uh, we're looking for the River Valley. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Local. Also, also just, oh, we found it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. We- <laughs> Come on. You gotta let it breathe. That's it. That's we- it. So good. <laughs> the worst that could be said is a little pitchy, but otherwise, you got to yeah. So solid. It's That's a, little, a uh, afternoon a delight. Pitchy. Wee- <laughs> oh, my God. Take it. Wow. And the monkeys, right? You want yeah. to pull up? Yeah, them? yeah, if you don't know. Oh, somebody says Jack Blades from Night Ranger. No, Jack Blades played bass, uh, but oh, man, who was their drummer's name? He's the guy who sang Sister Christian. He was a really good singer. Very good singer. Uh, KG or something like that. And the Sunshine Band. No. <laughs> Nick, if you could look up Night Ranger yeah. and... Kelly, uh, Kelly Kagey? Yeah, yeah, that's it. God, um, hold it up. Kagey. Uh, Kagey. Kelly Kagey. He Kagey. was uh, he was the drummer of the band. And he's He was like the, a really good vocalist. I mean, Sister Christian is a damn good vocal performance. So I forgot about him. And I think he did a couple of other songs uh, as well lead for them. But I can't remember what those, those hits were. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Press. What was the name of the song again? Going Down. Going or, down. Okay. Or I'm going down or going down. We have a bunch of monkeys. In this generation, too, is another. Yeah. That's for Pete's sake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's that? That's, the name of that song is for Pete's sake. There we go. It's It played on okay. the, out, the outro of the, yes. uh, of yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, never mind. Oh, man. Oh, the what? hell with you, it. You were on monkeys. Now you jumped around to good. Well, because uh, going down is not uh, labeled under monkeys. Sometimes it's labeled under. <laughs> we replaced it with else. the River Valley vocal band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with their song called. Wee! Wee! <laughs> Did he that, should, monkeys? that should be your alarm. That would wake you out of a cold sleep, no problem. Oh, dear God, no, no, no! Wee! Turn it I gotta go to work. Wee! That would get Pierre out of bed. Wow. And that's saying a lot. Oh, does Mike Portnoy sing? Uh, he he does, um, but I don't know what all on. I think just kind of like solo stuff that okay. he does because mm. he posts videos of him. Uh, on Instagram, uh, recording stuff and and uh, some things that he did during uh, quarantine just for fun. Is there any trumpet player who actually sings while trumpeting? <laughs> while playing trumpet? Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be. Not some t- talent show somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have it, man. Uh, that's all right. God, no big deal. Uh, yeah. We're well, going to revolutionize music. We're all out of audio. 
Um, well, we have Bill Weston saying going down. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Here we go. When you're going down and the center is all skied off. <laughs> the hell is that? <laughs> Play that again. Okay. <laughs> when you're going down and the center is all skied off. And then we. Oh, okay. So he must be talking about going down the slope. Do you want to listen to the voicemail that he left for Kathy when he thought her phone number was 8675309? Yes. Okay. I guess we're in the bill category <laughs> of our go. audio files. Here we go. Hello, Kathy Romano. It's Bill Weston. Is your home phone number really 8675309? Is that a joke? That's like a Tommy Two Tone reference. Anyway, hey, uh, I'm going to have Marissa come back into the station on Monday. I'm going to keep Nick at home again, uh, along with yourself, trying to um, minimize the number of bodies on site. This is right when COVID. Yeah. Yeah. However, Marissa's presence allows us to do some things that we haven't been able to get done when her absent. So I just want to let you know, <laughs> things have sounded good. We're going to work on getting Nick some upgrades on his equipment this weekend. I wonder if he's going to continue on with the phone number thing. Hang on. And uh, I think you guys sound pretty good. There we go. There was. We sounded pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty that good. sounds a lot. So I appreciate he that. He was uh, combing and, uh, Annabelle's hair as he was talking to you. <laughs> the extra effort it takes to keep your cat off your keyboard. All right? <laughs> if you got any questions, give me a jingle. Uh, and I need an answer on that That. Uh, Tommy Two Tones. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that was only a year ago. It feels like I know, ten. I know. Uh-huh. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are some other Bill things that we can play? Well, in a meeting oh. last week uh, on Friday, he was talking about uh, he enjoyed the David uh, Keckney interview that we had. He kept saying Keckney. Keckney. I was like. I think it's, it's combining. It's Keckney. Bill's, been, <laughs> yeah. Bill's yeah. been giving us uh, uh, compliments. I know. Yeah. Hang on. Is somebody getting fired? <laughs> <laughs> here, we're, we have loads of Bill Weston audio here. This is, you know how, the, hang on. First of all, we have the I Get Off clip. I Get Off. This was apparently after, at the end of the song, he said this. From Philadelphia. It's Hailstorm. I Get Off. Oh, that's the whole clip. Yeah. Ah. The whole back. Okay. I I've been wanting to do a contest where people have to either say what happened before or after yes. a clip that we play regularly on the air. Like, I never would have known that Bill said that. You want to hear Bill doing dubstep? <laughs> yes. Uh, That's him. All right, I'm looking to... Do you want to hear the phone prank we did with him uh, when I pretended like I was Gary Lauer? <laughs> yeah, because I don't yeah. even remember that. Oh, my gosh. I do uh, not remember that. Man. Do you remember? <laughs> I, was it for Bill's birthday when we brought in Gary to be his personal assistant <laughs> oh, yeah. for the day? Gosh, that, that was, was one fantastic. of my favorites. We sent him up outside Bill's office, and he sat there, and yeah. he looked like he looked like Spicoli in the in the scene in Fast Times where the, he shows up, Mister yep, Ham shows yeah. up, and he's like just proper. sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I got my pencils. Um, and we had we had set him up outside of his office for the day on a little <laughs> desk and chair, and uh, Bill hated it. Do you have it, Case? Uh, I gotta find I have it. Three testicles. <laughs> uh, what would I have that labeled? As? I don't know. Um, who was the Who was the fourth person when Bill had to do the escape room? It was Pituation, Gary Lauer, and Bam, from Bam, Jackie Bam. Bam, 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 Bam. Bam. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the audio, <laughs> the, the the tension in Bill's voice <laughs> as they're attempting to escape this room. Bill would have chewed his way through the wall if he had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, man. If you find it, we can... Nah, yeah, you're... Yeah. <laughs> we gave Gary a keyboard that was connected to nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was his assistant. Yep. All right, no I dice case. No, I can't find it, man. All, All right, right. let's oh, find something else in, in the Bill Weston category here. Hang on. Uh, Sim saying happy Halloween. 
These are just, they, these are labeled as little here. Happy Halloween from Scooby-Doo and Bill Weston. What the hell? I don't know. It must have been from a video that he did. This says, attention, attention. Let's see what this is. Attention, attention. That's shine down. Oh, 93.3. Attention. All right. Attention. These are, these are, when occasionally Bill's jumped on and done, done a shift here and there, and so we've grabbed a couple of clips. Uh, Bill Weston, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's highest charting single to date at number 56. Uh, awesome, awesome string of shows last week at the Spectrum. Just an amazing band, an amazing moment to bring down the Spectrum. Good stuff. We'll get the fixer oh. on from the latest. Backstabber, the CD, Pearl I think, Jam. I think we were just, uh, right? Yeah, they're checking him. Well, yeah, but he, he missed the name Instead of the Instead of album. Backstabber? Yeah, it is. He called it Backstabber and it was Backspacer. So, <laughs> a little flub. <laughs> yeah, so these are... He's a good, he's a good jock. I mean, he, he, uh, he was wild. Bill, let's not forget, in Buffalo. But yeah, and there was a moment where Preston had to leave one show and it became Weston and Steve. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Weston and Steve. Uh, it says, Bill Weston impersonation by five-year-old Christopher. Okay. So this must have been a kid okay. who sent us audio of him pretending to be Bill Weston. Right, I'm here. guessing. Let's go. Hi, Preston. Steve. Do you want to show them how you pretend to be Steve talking about Bill Weston eating soup? Ooh. Oh, no. Make sure you go to bed. You can eat soup later. <laughs> That's my boy. I don't tell nobody. Nobody don't like stupid. <laughs> I didn't tell nobody. Oh, when you go, no, mommy. No, mommy. I didn't, I didn't drink soup. I didn't drink soup. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. And what are you going to tell people when they tell you to eat soup? No. <laughs> See, I, I'm a hit with the five-year-old. Oh, that is the best, man. Somebody asks if we're vamping or not. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. But we're gonna. Stop. We should do that contest, though, Preston. Where we we play a clip and you you have to figure out what surrounded it. Yeah, I and, do... and I, we'll do a multiple choice. I'll write up the other options. Let's do that for sure. Maybe yeah. we can uh, pull that off this Cause, week because it's also people ask about certain clips in the derivation, the origins, Great. and we can knock that off as well. All right, um, I do want to take a break, and I do want to give something away. I have another $50 gift card that is from our friends at uh, Ruby Tuesday, and this is in conjunction with Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I'll take call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Hang on to your culottes. Ruby Tuesday has a new signature sandwich lineup, and Barb and Star go to Vista Del, uh, Vista Del Mar is available February 12th, wherever you rent movies. Hashtag take the trip. So not only you get the $50 gift card, you get a digital rental of Barb and Star to go to Vista Del Mar. So call number 18. Cool. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take care of you. Bizarre file stories on the way when we get back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right. And this month's band is Stereo League. I'll be in the bright light spinning around. Stereo League, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Uh, Real quick, uh, if you don't mind. We were looking for a piece of audio. Uh, Casey finally found it. It was... um, Bill West and uh, Casey pretending to be Gary Lauer. 
And I don't even know the scenario of this. Was... How, how he ended up calling you? Yeah, so how... I guess maybe there was an episode at a um, at a function of ours, and I don't know if that episode actually happened. or. If I we think just... we made it up. No, if we for, made it for up. For the prank for, to tell Bill that he needed to talk to... To Gary about something that he did and then ended up giving a number that Casey was going to be at. Yeah, so we gave him, I believe it was a hotline number or a backline number. (laughs) And it was dialed into the phone in the production studio and and Casey uh, came running in to tell me that uh, Weston was calling. So I, I picked up. So it's funny because two, you know, the two times I prank called him, the one time I prank called him and made him do the funny voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Which is like kind of a backwards yeah. way of uh, phone pranking. And then this time, he was the one who called into the phone prank, which is another weird way to do a phone prank. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear this. All right. So this oh, is... so he's dialing thinking that he's calling Gary yeah. Lauer's house. Yes. All right. So... Hello? <laughs> Hello? 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 <laughs> I'm looking for Gary Lauer. <laughs> this is Gary. Gary Lauer, this is Bill Weston at WMMR. Bill Weston! Hey, Bill! Hey! 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 Nightmare Bill Weston! Right. Hey, settle, settle down. We, we need to talk, man. This is this is kind of a serious call. Oh, no! <laughs> it's not even a good impersonation. No, it's no, not. It's not. It's it sounds not. every bit like you. Yeah. Bill Weston! I keep a, you call my phone. Well, I had to I had to chase it down from a couple different people to to get to talk to you. I it's about um it's about what happened at the Preston and Steve mixer at Parks. Oh, uh, I had such there. a great time that night. I forgot my teeth. I didn't have my jam. Yeah. Hey. Well, here's 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 the problem, Gary. Uh, oh, wait. Is there a problem? Yeah. Oh, I didn't bring my camera. I had a picture taken with Kathy Romano, oh, but I didn't get a camera, and I don't have email. Can Kathy print me out a picture? Because I got a picture with her, and I got a picture with Marissa. I couldn't find Casey anywhere, but I got a picture with them, and I don't I don't, I, don't, I don't have email. Gary, I need you to stop talking. And <laughs> Bill, Bill's, Bill's like, I, I think Bill could wrangle cats. He's so good at this. Gary, I need you to stop talking and listen to me. All right? All right. Okay. <laughs> Sound more like the Re- Reverend Jim. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What How does yellow mean? Hang on. All right. So he's going to chastise him here a little bit for this fake thing. How you behaved at the mixer is going is causing problems. It was reported that you were either inebriated, high, or a combination of both. I was so high and so drunk. I had such a good time, man. <laughs> Bill don't know what to say. It's a long pause. Is this case? <laughs> you just called the hotline. <laughs> Wait a minute. At the moment of realization, I want to back this up. Hang on. I was so high. <laughs> high or a combination of both. <laughs> I was so high and so drunk. I had such a good time, man. (laughs) Here's the pause. Tongue click. (laughs) Is this case? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you just called the hotline. <laughs> uh, I need your consent. Can we play this on the air? Everything except the f***ing Part. Yeah. All, right. All right. Thank you. Oh, I'll right. clean it up so you can hear it. Oh, God. Bill just walked into the studio. Oh, my God. Hey, man. I forgot about that. I, I did. So did we. There was a thing where you had a mixer and Gary was like rubbing up people and yeah. making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. We just amped it up a bit. Yeah. And this was the guy who brought bullets to one of the, uh, the do you remember Camp Out for Hunger? Yeah, yeah like he came bullets. bullets. Yeah. It was like that was the first time I ever met the guy, and I said, "This dude is crazy. I don't want anything to do with a radio station, right?" Mm-hmm. So, oh my god, I love that. Oh my god, I have something in my hand, which what is have? what now? It's it's an audio cassette. Is it you? No, it's me and Casey. Really? What? It's when I pranked Casey. We have and that. I'm. You have that? Yeah, of course. Where you? Oh, what? Where, I, I'm not aware of this. We set up a video camera in my office, my old oh. office. Yeah. And so we had the audio and the uh, video of Casey coming in, and I told him that he wasn't cutting the mustard as a producer. This was like oh, 2006? Right. You needed to send back. him off to a uh, oh, We are going to send training. him to Detroit to see how a real producer made the show. <laughs> yeah. right. We were going right. to go have him sit with Drew and Mike at, at RIF, RIF uh, in Detroit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right. And he was like, oh, my God, you can't do this to me. So, Oh, dude! Do I you threw, have the audio? Because I, I, I saved this. I said someday I'm going to dub this down into the into the digital system, so we could play how uncomfortable Casey was, and my one moment to get back at the guy who put I like big tatas on the back of my car, and I drove around Lower Marion for three days with that on. Right? Uh, Casey's looking for it. It's hard to remember what everything is labeled. What, do you as. remember? Uh, we did we play this Casey years Perth. ago. Um, we have video of this, Bill? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember I, he was sweating? He had pits big time. Oh, that's right. What? Yeah. Pits? I don't know oh, if I yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. did. I remember throwing Marissa under the bus. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, he did! Marissa yeah. doesn't do anything. Oh, my God! No, Marissa shows up late every day. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That, that doesn't His defense mechanism was kicking in. He's trying to, like, figure, like, no, no, I, I just got married. I can't go to Detroit. <laughs> No. So when did you get married, Case? What year? Oh. Well, I got married in 03. I think it might have been like right after having kids. Maybe or something I was. Okay, like yeah, that. yeah. Um, man, all right. Uh, I got to. We don't have to double check. We'll see. We'll see if we... and I'll fly, we I used to have a cassette so deck in here. If we can't get it today, we'll 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 definitely track it down and yeah. do it. God, you see, look at a cassette. It's like looking like a you know a, a gramophone. Yeah. Oh my God, I have a, a shoebox full of cassettes. They're air checks from when I did more DJ work in other markets. Yeah, and trying to dub uh, in real time a cassette it's onto a your hard ass. drive and yeah. cut it up. It's like, and your air checks suck. Yeah, you have to listen yeah. to yourself over and over again. It's like the worst. So that's what I. All right, you guys are playing clips for me on the show this morning it's like i sound like such a doofus Case, what, what is that f you all that's uh, me when prank. when it was revealed that i was uh that i was being pranked and then i i think i turned to the camera and i said with all sincerity this okay from the bottom of my heart and that was just that the was end of it. That. Yeah, the tail yeah. end of that. Yeah. Okay. Yep, beautiful. All right. Well, All you're right. a good sport, Bill. Thank you very you much. Are good sport, Bill. We'll, we'll get that dubbed down. Very loud. Yeah, is this his music right. here? Yeah. No, that's the no, no, thing. Right he's, he's, he's leaving the store. He's leaving the store now. Bye. All right. Uh, we need to do the bizarre file. So we're going to do that right. now. Here we go. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File.
right, and it is brought to you by Horizon. And this month only receive up to $200 off select plumbing services, plus get a free water heater or garbage disposal inspection. Visit horizonservices.com. Nick is watching the video from Halloween when Bill dre- dressed up as Severus Snape and was swinging a big dildo around. In it's a daily rush from Halloween 2016. He's dressed as Snape with a giant dildo. I mean, that's our boss. We've had our moments. All right, I got a uh, few stories right, to, right. to get to. Let's do this and we'll move along. Uh, this is... Terrible, man. This is an actual, absolute, uh, horrible uh, tragedy that took place. But the video is unbelievable. Dozens of people are missing and feared dead. Maybe near 200 after a piece of a Himalayan glacier fell into a river and triggered a huge flood in northern India. It's unbelievable. It looks like special effects Hollywood footage, but it's real. The floodwaters burst open. A dam and a deluge of water poured through a valley in the uh, state of Uttarakhand. Uh, Villages have been evacuated, but officials warn more than 125 people may have been caught in the torrent. Video showed the floodwater barreling through the area, leaving destruction in its wake. One witness said that a wall of water uh, and rock sped down the river so quickly that there was no time to sound the alarm. The prime minister had said he was monitoring the situation. They're wondering what caused it. The remoteness of where this happened means that no one has a definitive answer so far. But experts say one possibility is that massive ice blocks broke yeah. off the glacier due to uh, temperature rise, releasing a huge amount of water. Uh, that could have caused avalanches, bringing down rocks and mud. Experts say that an avalanche... Could have also hit a glacial lake and that, that then burst. Another possibility is that an avalanche or landslide may have dammed the river uh, for some time, causing it to burst out uh, after the water level rose. So we'll get updates on that in the near future, but it's a really terrible thing. There's there's a movie, I think it takes place in uh, in Norway, but it's the uh, it's called The Wave. Oh, and right. It, it's, it's unbelievable, but it's it shows what this kind of stuff is like. Yeah. Uh, this is out of Florida. More than two dozen animals, including dogs, cats, horses, donkeys, an alpaca, and a ring-tailed lemur, huh? were rescued from a trailer that they were all packed into Tuesday during a vehicle inspection in Nassau County. Uh. The Department of Agriculture Services called Nassau County Animal Services Tuesday after the vehicle carrying the trailer full of animals stopped at a way station with expired plates. Animal Services found eight dogs, seven cats, four horses, three Six miniature gerbils, horses. two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. An alpaca and one ring-tailed lemur. So where were these heading? Don't know. The driver, Lauren McCutcheon, was charged with cruelty to animals as well as driving while license suspended or revoked. Uh, Some of the animals did not have any paperwork, so the officer conducted a traffic stop and discovered his license had been suspended for failure to appear. Animal services found two of the donkeys were lying under the horses in the trailer and couldn't stand. So it was a lot of bad conditions. It's horrible. But they got those animals off and hopefully taken care of. Freaking lemur. Yeah, freaking lemur. Freaking lemur on a truck. <laughs> uh, I have nothing but terrible it's a cat stories. Flushing here. a freaking toilet. Um, how about this one? A 21 year old man was sentenced to 14 years in federal prison for robbing a credit union. The interesting part about this is his excuse. Uh, Jing Yai Yang uh, was found guilty of armed bank robbery. Yang wore a black plastic theater mask, sunglasses, and a black hooded sweatshirt with a hood up and his head covered. He appeared 
uh, approached the counter and he had pulled out a short-barreled shotgun and demanded money from the teller. So he's wearing like a comedy and tragedy mask? I don't know. Uh, But before he exited the credit union, he restrained employees with cable ties and then left on foot. He... Uh, was about a block away, and uh, they stopped him and recovered ten thousand dollars in cash. Uh, the The release says that Yang admitted robbing the credit union, telling the detective that he quote decided to try something new today, so I robbed a bank. Ah, so that's that cool. His idea. Everybody's trying to find a new hobby with Tomorrow, you know, restrictions. Banana bread. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Probably should have led with that, but you know we don't all go in order. A woman was rescued by Newark firefighters. After she said that she was trapped inside her vehicle for five days. Five days. Janet Wood, who is 77, told reporters that she is homeless with benefits. That's what she calls it. And lives in her minivan but goes to a motel when it gets too cold outside. That's why she was able to survive for five days. I guess it was kind of like kind of set up for her it. house as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, but emergency crews had responded where Wood was trapped. This is right after the snowfall we got last week. Oh, okay. Uh, her vehicle was covered in snow and plowed in. Uh, that happens more yeah. than you'd think. Uh, there was somebody that died a while yeah. back from that. Uh, Wood was able to get out of the Honda minivan. She said, as soon as I'm able, I'm leaving. I'm taking this car and going to a realtor and asking him, sir, how much would you charge me? To find a place to live, so she wants to get out of that uh, situation. Do you remember the year? Uh, and it was uh, there. We had a year just nonstop snowfall, and in Boston, in particular, they were plowing all the snow and putting it in empty lots. Yeah, because yeah. so much had built up. And when that ice and snow started to melt, melt, they found dead bodies in there. Oh God, I didn't yeah. know that. But people had been picked up in the like who, who died in the street wow. and were scooped up in the plows. Wow. Uh, so she refused medical attention. So she was okay. Hopefully, she'll find a place to live. All right, and then we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Let's go with uh, this one. So you're taking off in a plane. There's nothing wrong with it. But you realize that unless you jump out of it right now, you're dead. Could you do it? This happened in, of all places, Australia. Uh, The pilot of the small aircraft, Cliff Klein, was high-speed taxiing his plane when suddenly he looked down, and by his throttle, he saw a brown snake taking a bead on him. How venomous could an Australian brown snake be? Well, in short, one bite and it's game over. It is, according to online sources, the second most deadly snake in the world. So jumping from a speeding airplane on a simulated takeoff roll uh, has got to have at least a little better odds than the snake, right? Well, uh, Kaleen wasted, uh, or Klein wasted no time. He peeled back the canopy, unhooked his harness, and he jumped out he of the jumped plane. jumped out of the plane. It was moving. Like, uh, yeah. he didn't slow down at all. He saw, the, he saw the snake, and he knew that it meant certain death. How the hell did it end up there? Was it placed there intentionally? Don't know. Or was it do the not. co-pilot? I don't know. I mean, it's Australia, dude. Yeah. This thing's climbing he, and everything. So. He was there and then. Uh, he was he okay. He deadly snake in the cockpit. Uh, the plane was pretty much destroyed. So uh, this guy lives. The plane didn't make it. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre wow. file for you. All right, I want to give away the last one of these we have for the day, and it is from Ruby Tuesday. I have a chance for you to win a $50 gift card for Ruby Tuesday and a digital rental of Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take call number 7 at 215-263-WMMR, like I said, and you can take the trip with Barb and Star wherever you rent movies on February 12th. So you'll be good to go. Dinner and a movie from us and Ruby Tuesday. We'll be back in a second. We'll have a lesson question. We'll have trash and music news and more. Stay there. 
what you hear? You can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're alive. Uh, we have each other's company. We have good music. We have things to give away. We got some good food too. Sure do. At Ruby Tuesday, that brought by some good grub, but uh, we just got a kind of gray looking day today and uh, cold this week. But if weather's if uh, if winter's your thing, well, then you are just feeling good right about now. We're going to do a lesson question, and we are going to give away one of Stephen Singer's famous real twenty four karat gold dip roses. And the question that I am going to ask this morning is. Who played Diana Ross in the Supremes biopic? Not really. No. You would have had to have heard it earlier this morning to know the answer to this. Who played Diana Ross in the Supremes biopic? From early this morning. And if you were with us, we ask you to call him with the answer. See if you get it right, and we'll do the trash while you call him. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And while we're waiting for that call, we get these stories from Steve. What's up? Well, it continues. Tristan Thompson is reportedly going above and beyond in his attempt to rebuild his relationship with Khloe Kardashian. The word is that while Thompson used to have a terrible weakness for tub girls, he now only has eyes for coat jet girls. <laughs> and during an Instagram Q&A with fans, Teen Mom 2 star Kaylin Lowry revealing she's planning on getting her 36 triple D chest reduced. Lowry says she wants to be known for more than her large breasts and would be prefer to be thought of as a sexually promiscuous teen. T- oh! And finally, NBC has set a date for the new Law & Order uh, spinoff series starring Christopher Maloney. April 1st is when viewers can expect to see Law & Order 2, Electric Law Baloo. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood track. All right, here we go. Getting an answer to this question. Who played Diana Ross in the Supremes biopic? And I will go to Nick to see if he knows the answer. Good morning, Nick. (laughs) All right, Nick. (laughs) Do me a favor. Tell me who played Diana Ross in the biopic about the Supremes. Joe Namath. Yes. Yeah. It was bad casting. Nick, hang on the line because we are going to give you the one and only Steven Singer famous real 24-karat gold dip rose. Valentine's Day this Sunday. You can order Jordan, order yours now only at IHateStevenSinger.com. Let's dive into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Salus University, the future of health science. You can visit salus.edu. Uh, just a couple of things this morning. Lizzie Hale is working with Grammy and Emmy-nominated Songwriter and producer Desmond Child. Uh, he's worked with a lot of people. He actually co-wrote uh, Living on a Prayer with uh, Bon Jovi. Is that right? Yep, yep. Uh, on Monday, Child shared photos to Instagram showing himself sitting at the piano with Hale uh, as she sat on top of it. And the caption read, Hail to the Queen of Rock. And he spelt Hale, H-A-L-E. I get it. It's fun. Uh, and said, no, not me, the gorgeous and brilliant uh, Lizzie Hale from the band uh, Hailstorm. Will he appear in the cast of Bon Jovi? Uh, I would have to. He's yeah. an integral part of that band. Uh, Lizzie is not only an incredible singer and guitarist, she is an accomplished, inspired songwriter, and we're coming up with some great music together. He wrote Fun. Uh, so it is unclear if the pair are working on Hailstorm's follow-up to 2018 Vicious album or if they are teaming up for another project. Do not know yet. 
Corn guitarist Brian Head Welch says that patience is the most important thing for getting through this ongoing pandemic. You need a little patience. Yep. He told Revolver Magazine, patience is such a virtue. It really is. And it may be cliche, but it's really true. And so just dig deep within yourself and do whatever you have to to find the strength. He does see some light at the end of the tunnel, however. He said, I think all of this that we're going through is like a reset for all of us. And if we can just hold on and be patient, I know everyone's been patient waiting for this to go away. But I don't think it's going to be much longer. Hopefully, He's right. Hopefully yeah. by summer, it's just going to start opening and opening and whatnot. So. Yes, Steve, I've been walking the streets at night you know, yeah. just trying to get it right. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's hard to see with so many around. <laughs> uh, Welch's Love and Death Project will release a new album called Perfectly Preserved on Friday. And the band will play a live-streamed concert that night where they will be joined by Lacey Strum Fly, of Flyleaf, uh, Keith Wallen of Breaking Benjamin, and Maddie Mullins of Memphis May Fire. Uh, tickets for the show are available online at loveanddeath.beeps.com. <laughs> what was the name of it? Turd? Um, Goat Turd. Turd. Goat Turd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the band. I'm yep. sorry, I don't know. I had a flashback to that. but Swedish metal band. Yes. Go- goat of Turds. Goat, goat of Turds. Turd. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Goat of Turds. <laughs> That w- I would go see that show without even ha- ever hearing any of the music from the band. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Because you figure, even if they just modestly live up to the name The Goat of Turds. <laughs> One last story. The Offspring will finally f- have finished their long-awaited next studio album and plan to release it later this year. Band members Brian Dexter Holland and guitarist Kevin Noodles Wasserman uh, shared the news via a video they posted on social media yesterday. Holland and Wasserman are heard discussing the album, saying, we're putting out a record, it's finished, it's done. It's in the can, as they say. We've got songs, we've got titles, we've got a label, we've got an album title, we've got a cover, we've got artwork and stuff. It's ready to go, we're putting this out. Nice. Uh, an exact release date is still up in the air, as the guys say, we are going to talk about all that stuff when the label lets us. Uh, the new album will be the band's first since their 2012 release of Days Go By. And there you go. That's what I have for you. I like it, that. Music news this morning. All right, let's take a final break. Come back in a second. Get ready to wrap it up. Letter of the day, word of the week prize, and more. We'll be back shortly. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop. Like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. With designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, all with the MMR attitude you expect. Plus a few things to keep your pie hole happy, like coffee mugs and masks. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. A Tuesday morning coming to a close for us. Normally I take some time to thank our guests, but I want to thank you. I want to thank you, dear listener and friend of the President Steve Show, for contributing what you did contribute today. And even if you didn't call in or win anything, you contributed just by hanging out with us today. We couldn't you, do it without you. You know what, President, in a way, you've been part of a bold experiment. Yes. Could we, we pull an entire show out of our ass? <laughs> and we did. We did it. Absolutely. 
Want to thank Marissa for filling in with uh, for Kathy today. Yeah, uh, Marissa's yeah. been taking a dump for the past thirty minutes or something like you know that. What she's no. been doing is dumping down that cassette audio. Uh, oh. she went into the booth studio, which I think is the only place where we have a cassette player right now. Yeah, okay. Nick, um, I don't think that's it. She said she was heading towards the bathroom, saying she was going for a six footer. You know, maybe yeah. I misheard. Yeah, she wanted yeah. to beat Casey. Right. She's gonna send us all the photo and then post it on social media. Good luck with that. Man. That's right. That is the only studio with a cassette player, right? I yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Unless Zach has one down in production, but I was listening to some of it. As she was dumbing it down, and there's a moment, I guess, Casey, maybe where uh, the reveal happens, and, uh-huh. and everybody came into Bill's office and was like cheering, and it just, uh, it, it was different times. It was 15 years ago, but it, I was, it was funny to hear. Good times. Good times. Uh, good times. Oh, uh, did we ever get this? We never did do that. We never got a tattoo stay with me. That's something oh. we need to do. I don't know if we'll have, uh, hopefully we'll have time to do it before we uh, wrap for the day. But listen, let's let's start a longest turd contest. <laughs> I think so. Amongst all of us here, and Marissa, can, of course. I mean, she listen. To. I wouldn't the irony of it all be if Kathy won the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that, that be the ultimate be the best. if she if she nailed if she did like a twelve footer? She's eight. Hey, she'd be the first to tell you she has a nuclear ass. So she does. I mean, yeah. not like a gassy, but she's no, got no. she's got a booty for sure. But anyway, uh, Marissa up for a turd contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew you weren't talking about me when you said she's got a booty. Yeah. No. Well, goat of turds. Yeah. We could that could be the name of it. Yeah. Go, you go to goat, goat of turds. Yeah. I was just spending uh, fifteen minutes with that <clears throat> Bill Casey prank call. Yes. How if long you guys is want it? How long is the call? I got it down to about two and a half. If you guys want it, it's pretty darn. Yeah, funny. not right now. Okay. Uh, maybe something we can go to tomorrow. All right. Uh, but, Definitely have to do uh, that. Yeah, I want to get the hell out of here. You know what? That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done. There's a lot of curses in it, and I think I got all of them. But oh, okay. Well, Casey drops a lot of f bombs. Yeah. Lots no, of does regular basis. <laughs> we need to do the letter of the day. You ready for that case? F- yeah. All right. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the uh, Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter A, as in awesome. And we have 500 bucks to give away from Tubi, a free streaming service, mind you, with more than 30,000 movies. And television shows with Valentine's Day coming up this weekend. They We got another $500 to give away uh, for the worst dating fail story as well. I was telling you about that earlier. You yeah. Contest at WMMR.com to submit yours. Tubi is truly free, by the way. That means no subscriptions, no hidden fees. <laughs> Download the Tubi app. Uh, that's T-U-B-I, and you can start watching for free right now. I no jump, subscription. I jump on like every other night onto Tubi and just check out some of the stuff. They, they have... You, you say, oh, my God, I can't believe they have this. It's just one of those kind of things where you can just play around inside their uh, their app, and there's just a ton of stuff to see. Nice. Hey, I want to thank Ruby Tuesdays, too. Yay! Bring by the goodies this morning. We appreciate that. We gave a lot of stuff away. They brought uh, spinach art show dip house, house baked soft pretzel pretzels. Yum. Well, that's what I've been having, and they're delicious. Uh, blackened fish sandwich, hot honey and bacon chicken sandwich, burgers, and uh, they, they brought the awesome burger, Marissa, which is vegetarian, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. And, and cheesecake and cookies. Mm. Where the hell is that? In there somewhere, man. Maybe it's in the fridge. I don't know. Uh, Casey, to your right. <laughs> there it is. Is There's a winner for Tattoos Day. So let us reveal who's getting the Preston and Steve tattoo. It is going to go to Mike Bello. Mike Bello is from uh, Ben Salem, PA. And Mike had uh, texted in the word tattoo, and we randomly chose him. He gets a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. 
Uh, and you can check them out at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia or for samples, floatingworldtattoos.com or on Instagram. They are at floatingworldtattoos. Uh, thank you to the sponsors, President and Steve Show, brought to you today by uh, Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and also Citadel Credit Union. Committed to building strength together to build a better future for us all. Tomorrow's program will include a stop on Fox Good Day, uh, a secret text word. And we're going to have a a doctor named Avi Loeb, who is a Harvard astronomer who believes that we have been visited by uh, aliens. That that it has happened before. I watched him uh, uh, addressing this very issue. He's um, he's a learned guy who's got some interesting insight. We will get him on. That's him uh, with Van Halen. Yeah, we're done with the tattoos. Uh, We will get him on tomorrow. Those things and more. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And Marissa, you weren't here in here, but I said thank you earlier. Oh, thank you guys. I love you guys. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, Philly. This is Annie Allman, GM of the Reading Terminal Market. I want to personally invite you to come experience our over 70 small businesses, offering everything from fresh meats, produce, and groceries to prepared eats and sweets. For almost 128 years, we've been feeding Philly. Located in Center City, we are open, stocked, and ready to serve you seven days a week. We are your Reading Terminal Market, and we can't wait to see you. Next message. Hello, this is Todd from Douglas L. Gibson Enterprises Incorporated. Are you looking for a great way to enhance your deck or patio with shade from a retractable awning or screen system? DL Gibson is your family-owned and operated Sunsetter and New Image retractable awning authorized dealer. Check us out online at dlgibson.com to set up your free awning consultation today. Mention this ad and receive an extra $200 off your purchase of any awning. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.